Hello, welcome to another episode of my podcast, The Highland League Then and Now. I'm joined today by ex Huntley, I was going to say striker, but midfielder, come striker, Martin Stewart. How are you, Martin? I'm fine, Willie, thanks. Right, I'm going to, you better take a seat for a few minutes because I'm going to run through your, your accolades. He played 489 games for Huntley, scoring an amazing 310 goals. He won a league six times, including famous five in a row. He won four qualified cups, three league cups, five Aberdeenshire cups, and two Highland League Young Player of the Year. And you're also picked for the Highland League in select. So my first question, Martin: How big is your trophy cabinet, him? <laughs> well, the medals are no laughter. Pretty ashamed to say. I was just sitting in a box. It's really time I did something about it, I suppose. But I'm not really ruminating it. Who's for medals and all that? And the wee lad, he would probably take him out and lose him. So I'm maybe safe on the laugh. <laughs> you never get the laugh in here. We look you through and stir up some memories. Often well, I was, if look at things up for podcasts, I've got boxes up in the laugh, the scrapbooks and all the rest. And it's amazing for you. Accumulate over the years, again, like that was good to have a look at them. Well, they must have accrued some memories in that day, so hopefully, we'll set a few for you from a get through this podcast. Yeah, right, looking forward to it. So, for all your successes, Martin, you have to start somewhere. So, how did you start your football? Well, in Huntley, as I think, or the boys' league, it runs for under eights to under fifteens, and well, back in that day, well, Erlis Ardy played in it, if you can. I think maybe five year old you could have started, so that's fun we would have started. And back in it was like eleven aside games and big goals again. So I mean that would be you wouldn't be allowed that nowadays. Oh, it's, it's up on now. But it didn't seem to do so, you know. I mean it was really maybe two boys for one team against two boys and the other and the rest just like picking daisies or just floating about. The quickest Aldi run was for the orange juice at half time, but I mean, it was got you into playing fit by that, so... Uh, it was nothing organised, just a kick of Oh, no, no, it was definitely, it was organised, oh, no, it's, it was organised long, maybe in the 70s, uh, 60s even in Huntley, it was a thing, it was run, and Abdi played through it, like... Oh, no, it was, a, it was, like, if Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I was games, and you sit and look in the local paper from your team... Okay. ...was playing, like... But, um, as I said, it wasn't just fit, but for me, I played golf and I played cricket, so it wasn't like, I wasn't addicted to fit, but if you came out of me, I was okay. just, I'd be kind of put a go at that. Uh, so fit changed it, fit made the fit be your number one sport? Well, I don't think it was ever my number one sport. I don't think maybe till I probably till I signed for Huntley and things had to change a wee bit. Oh, okay. It was I, like I said, golf was probably probably as keen in golf as I was in fat back in like as a young loon the holidays can you be three days a, three rounds a day and then also cricket as cricket's a big thing in Huntley certainly back in the 80s and all and Abdi played that in Arkin it was just it was just your eye playing sport whether it was fat back cricket or golf I knew something day watching iPods that was Nina no no I mean out the back of my house there's a the Tory Park it's like it's got a bigger slope and Harmsworth Park Wick like but I mean every night it was out and it's like about 15 aside kind of uh-huh. boys would play that I mean one of the boys that played that Charlie Rowley bit of all on me was obviously Manzara Forest won uh-huh. the league and all that kind of nobody just, just played fat back in 
I just love being outside. Oh, I mean, you never watch the TV, you know what I mean? Things change and life changes with Aubrey Kane. Aye. Back then, I wasn't as much to do and you just, you waited for a shout to come in and that was time for your bed. It's a good thing with Huntley, it's not the biggest of villages, but there's plenty of sport for folk and what is it? I mean, Aubrey and Huntley, the cars at Farah, I think, but it's got a lot more than a lot of places it's got, yeah. And as, as I say, it was organised fit, but it was organised cricket, and obviously golf's organised and that, yeah. But. Did the cricket help your golf, or did the golf help the cricket? No, I think, say, I saw me, only can play a sport, I think it's a hand-eye coordination or foot-eye, mm-hmm. you'll find that boys can play one, they can turn their hand to mark, yeah, uh, I think. good at most sports. Can, you can, mm. I think it's just a coordination thing, I think. So progressing your school team? Aye, well school team, well, I've been a school team in primary school, just when we got into secondary school, and it was just doing to one of the teachers, he was actually assistant rector, and Mr Marr, he would run a team and just come for there. I mean, I certainly wouldn't think it maybe second year would have started playing a duck in foot. I think it was before that, like, but, and then you'd obviously you'd play he must be in some kind of league and play other teams because it was the games were well then I set the morning but it was also games during school time which was a good time and it was that, a boost yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I might have got a mint last so they must have I must have played games like oh, that, okay yeah. um, and for that you get into some Aberdeen selects again there was a couple of times was in that me and a, well, one of my mates a guy Neil Knox he was a better player than I was if truth be told and um, and we got into Aberdeen for selects, which led to we got into Petodry for a again we got time off school for that one day a week maybe like so it was a Tuesday we got the afternoon off and a Tuesday to get a train in and get training the Petodry with Lenny Taylor once a week. So. That'd been a massive boost for you, was it? Ah, it was, but I would I would say as the two of guys who no interest in speaking to you, games no, no. only nah. I was near as though they didn't want you to be there. Like, also, I was guys for the country, you know, they were oh, obviously sound enough. Like, but I, th- I mind back thinking, and they weren't there. They certainly didn't give you any encouragement. Like, what do you think that was? I have no idea. Maybe, maybe think you might take their place at something. It was uh-huh. between you and them. I, I didn't care. It's a strange, you know. That's something I just thought we might like, but yeah. I never find it would happen. I mean, my standard football was amateur league. If we ever played Aberdeen teams, it was always a big thing to beat the Tunders. Aye, but I mean, we're playing that Aberdeen select, we've played them, we never beat them, we got hammered all the time, like, if truth be told. But. You'd enjoy it nonetheless, though, didn't you? Oh, I enjoyed it, aye. So, plenty of things like this and then your school teams. How was you developing as a player? Was you a big lad when you were young? Aye, aye, I would say I was probably decent enough size I mean I played up front at that time kind of striker like but it's not it's nothing outstanding I wouldn't say again I'm not scoring mm-hmm. hundreds of goals and all <laughs> that again maybe in a boys league under 8 she would again but, but no isn't it just grinding along I suppose just progressing away mm-hmm. did you hear any boyhood heroes well, I'm a big Liverpool fan so Kenny oh, right, moving swiftly on <laughs> Kenny Douglas is my hero uh, yeah. Some player, wouldn't he? Yeah, oh, 
I think just because of Scotsman and T obviously they had plenty of Scotsman but I, was, I think maybe my brother was Liverpool he's a three year old I know maybe that's for comfy okay and um, I was also a Dundee United fan mm-hmm. I think me and Finlay are the only two Dundee United fans no my brother but, <laughs> um, but I was I, I, I had a my uncle and Auntie Baird and brought to Ferry and we went down there and oh, okay. we went to a friendly match once against Barcelona back in the day so that's maybe for the oh, okay. getting back again the Dundee night was beautiful so under McLean we oh, team yeah. at the head end but I must say I've drifted away off here now I'm just mainly a Liverpool fan yeah. oh, okay. do you ever get to Anfield? no well? I've never been never been to Anfield? Yeah, no I've never been on the bucket list? yeah on the bucket list? Well, I'm, I'm not really it doesn't fit me up and I'm doing I'm maybe not People say, oh, you're not a real fan if you didn't go, but it's not, um, it's not something I'd like to have to get here, if you get what I mean. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm the opposite of Adam, I'm a new, my new fan. Oh, are they being welly? Well, they're a poor side of new, they've nah, just they are, I mean, They've lost their way since Fergie left. But nah, they have, but um, Abdi has their shot at it oh, again. Absolutely. Liverpool will drift away, Man City will mm-hmm. drift away, Man United will come back. You've just... Well. Uh, Go away it while it's good. Uh, absolutely. I started sporting man new at school because I think Abdi, the world in the dog sport Liverpool for some reason. No, I think it's it. well. So I thought, I'll oh, go man new, be different. Just Liverpool was winning, probably, isn't it? Yeah, I will. Again. I think the first trophy I ever seen United win was FA Cup in 1977. I think they beat really? Liverpool 2 1. Yeah. Now, yeah. Lou McCarry scored a winner not too long ago. It was. just a bear now. So you're in your school team, you got everybody in select. So you come to leaving school? What was yeah, your... before leaving school, well, last Aberdeen, so I get training at Aberdeen. Okay. This moves us on to like juvenile football in Aberdeen. Okay. I played for a team called Middlefield County, and again with my mate Neil Knox, we got, we got. I think it was probably the training at Aberdeen. Maybe we got asked along. Right, so I played there under fourteen, under. It's either fourteen and fifteen, or fifteen and maybe sixteen, and that's for a. Well, I couldn't get a game up front, so I was playing centre half. Okay. Now we're speaking to somebody who's hopeless in the air and couldn't tackle, so. Not sure why they thought I could be a centre half, like, but <laughs> I, I, I mean, I did a bit of disservice to myself. I did alright, mm-hmm. but we're a good team, we had good players. We had, they had a lot of Northfield players at that age, for well, they were the best school team by miles. Uh, okay. So, and a few of them, a lot of them went on to play high league and all, so. So I played centre half for two years. How do you enjoy it? Well, <laughs> I don't. I don't dislike it, but well, I wouldn't. If I disliked it, I wouldn't have played. Ah, I'm well, just thinking true. back, mm-hmm. like, but it's not as good as scoring a goal. If you get what I mean. Aye. But you but, must have been decent before you played in the team, then. Uh, must have did all right, but uh-huh. I can't believe it. I was only east at centre half, but so long ago. <laughs> Um, You've been a young lad, you didn't have a decent turn of pace about you now, did you? Uh, oh, well, uh, back in end, we'd play for a school in the morning, you'd play mm-hmm. for a middle field in the afternoon, can you? <laughs> you do on a Sunday? Yeah. I'd probably play fat <laughs> Fat in the morning, golf in the afternoon. It's a thing for you, you never get tired. No, I just, you didn't have any different, can you? Just, that's just what happened. Stood you good stead over the year? Oh, I mean, if I enjoyed sport and all the rest of it. So before we carry on with football, did you do you anything with cricket wise? Ah uh, well, well I played, I played for my first team, but in un, twice under 15s we were Scottish champions again. Very good. We went up here, and we were doing to Edinburgh to play. I mean we had a good team. I mean, Huntley's a, they're a good cricket. Mm-hmm. Well, a 
Well, now for being a good club, again. But uh, so we won under 15s two years in a row. We won for a, I played for the first team for a long time. I held the, the highest score by a batsman, but it's been beaten now because they've had well they've had pros and nothing playing for them. Oh, right, okay. Things have changed. Mm-hmm. They only played in the North League again. So so I like batting and all that. I just again it's, it's my pals have played cricket. Yeah. And it's a big influence for oh, your pals to attend the day as well. And the same boys are playing the cricket as they're playing the golf and the football. Oh, yeah. right, just, okay. Because that's just what you do, mm-hmm. but it's changed now. There's so much other things to do. Yeah. Well, that's it. And how was the golf regressing? Well, golf, <laughs> I play off an erratic three, I would say it as I only play once a week, but I say you definitely have to, to be winning things and you've got to be playing, certainly once a week. You know. mm-hmm. But... I, I thoroughly enjoy it, and now I don't care for a score really. Just one week it's it. all right, next week it's poor, and I just I accept that now. Just I just really look forward to going and playing a golf on a Saturday, and I, I play with the same three boys every week, and we we go up to Castle Stewart once a year for a game and that. So it's no, nah, it's just we play for a five, our best net on a Saturday. So yeah, something to keep play for. Something, yeah, well, exactly. You have to, and it's ah. Uh, Whatever nobody says, folk likes winning, can? Oh, absolutely. And even five in the bragging rights, can? It's me, I like that. So, so there's a lot of speech play goes on in the golf and I say, I don't know if somebody's a few ahead with a few holes to go. Uh, but you expect that? Yeah, no, no. I thoroughly enjoy golfing. So you say you go and play golf. Are you one of these golfers that's about to bother you? Or are you one no, of these lads? No, but lads? it would have. They would have a four? Aye, it would have a four. I say no, sometimes it does, but. And then I just say, fits the point, can? But You're not a club thrower. Oh, no, no, I've never been a club thrower. Good. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's you hits a shot. Oh, I absolutely. You can't blame. <laughs> There's nobody else to blame, can It's my pet hating golf. Looking across the golf course and somebody stamping a club or throwing no, a club. There's my ear in it. But then they'll just regret it. It seems oh, to be costing them £100 for a new club. Expensive habit. <laughs> <laughs> so, your middle field fit happened after that? Well, then... That's, a, that's under 16s and then there's no way to go if you mm-hmm. get what I mean again. No junior fit before you then? Yeah, at that time I was no I was no really junior fit for Runa Boot Huntley like that. Oh, okay. A few years later Inch become a junior team which mm-hmm. was not far to Huntley but, or ILBL but no I mean and it just again with the same boys probably I'm speaking about the hill we start playing for Huntley Amateurs and there's and the best thing that ever happened with that it toughened me up if it did nothing else again. Playing against, can you go for a 16 year old? Well, I'm now 17, mm-hmm. and you're playing against men, and you get your, again, an amateur fit, but mm-hmm. you have to look after yourself. Or you're finished, old again. Bar sometimes. And again, we hunt the amateurs, you also played for, which Kenethment is like a Dawnside League, it's like played during the week for little, like Kenethment, mm-hmm. Money Mosque plays in the, up in the Dawnside. So again, you're playing a Saturday for Huntley Amateurs. You yeah. could be playing Monday, Wednesday for Amateurs, and, and then Tuesday and Friday for a, so it's just fit by fit by fit by. Did you say tough and jump though? Oh, it, it's a, one thing I would take out of that for for the future that it, you've got to look after yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, the big <laughs> the big incentive for Huntley Amateurs, I was if you got a hat trick, you got a half bottle. Yeah. <laughs> of your choice well, well just it was normally just a half bottle of vodka you didn't get to okay. choose again uh-huh. I'm not sure I got much of them but I mean nobody got it it was just opened and I scooped opened again. but it was great crack it was our <coughs> I mean it was only it was our Huntley boys and it, 
played like all of us now. Again, I'm still getting them now. And um, I think they're decent enough players, like. Mm-hmm. But um, so for one season I played there, and then well, that's for I would have been 18 up before I played for the well, they all could set a youth team. That's for come out of that. Okay. I mean, a guy, Tiger Porter, Omdi Kent's fit by Elgin Tigers, mm-hmm. he'd like runs it, well, at that time, would have run a youth fit, but in Elgin had, in the BP Youth Cup, they got to the quarter finals, they just beat Park this on the game. But something had happened, if I got a centre forward, was something had happened to him, it must have been injured or something. And Tiger Porter worked at Arby Farker and Huntley. Oh, right, okay. So he must have been telling somebody, and somebody said, oh, he should. See if I would come in along and play again. So you'd amateur. move for centre half to centre forward by this time, would you? Aye, I was, uh, the centre half was only the for middle field. Since oh, I was right, back okay. to amateurs, it was back up front. Uh, it was back up front. Uh, oh, okay. And then, um, so Tiger got in touch with me, asked me if I played. <laughs> the first game to play, it's a quarter final, playing Morton at Capolo. So I hadn't met none of the players before. Oh, okay. I just roll up at this <laughs> game. And at a deep end, it was 1 2 1, and I scored the winner, so it couldn't have went any better. Great again. start, yeah. So then, so that's a sent the semi final. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, I play a few games in the league, or whatever it was. So the semi final, we were playing Dundee United at Borough Briggs. A Dundee United team, it, it had Christian Daly playing at Gary Bowl and Andy McLaren, they're an exceptional team, they were oh, way too good for Elga, for our mm-hmm. team. But I mean, the thing I mind about tonight, there was a huge crowd. And I'd, I'd get for the crowd was, but came for somebody that's been playing for Huntley Amateurs uh, and Kenneth the game. <laughs> for you get maybe twenty folk watching. It was um, I say it was maybe at least a couple of thousand. Did that bother you? Didn't it? Didn't it bother me? That's. Didn't I, I wouldn't say it inspired me, but it just didn't bother me. It was just like okay, just another game. Same thing went on to high the league and big games. It just no, I did. I mean, you see folk, it, it gets them and the kind of thing, but it never, I must uh, say, it, didn't, it was nothing I even thought about. Yeah. So we played that game, we lost 7-1. But, um, and then again, I play a couple of other games for him, and then that's, well, just waiting for, that's the end of the season, more or less, and I'm nowhere to go, really things move on. Was there may re-signing talks for that Elgin side for the following season? Or? Well that Elgin side is only a youth team so it's only, oh, okay. I mean I was a Huntley amateur player again. Oh right, okay. And mm-hmm. back in then I mean I came for rules are new but mm-hmm. I could, you could play for an amateur team. You must take a sign, must take a sign for them but mm-hmm. it didn't stop you playing for anybody else. But um, then Elgin City, the high league team. Okay. They went to sign me, yeah. How do you feel about that? Well, I agreed to sign for him. Good. Um, Mike Winton, if I was a manager then, mm-hmm. again, this is back into the day and his phone you in the house for again. <laughs> I need the mobiles. Well, I couldn't have been mobiles then. <laughs> this is 1990. So, well, maybe it was mobiles, but I certainly didn't hear. So he phoned in the house for and it was agreed that I would sign for Elgin mm-hmm. on Wednesday night. There was training up in Elgin that night. Okay. Lo and behold, on the Monday night, Elg, we've got a game at Christie Park against Huntley. Okay. <laughs> so, 
But behind a lot of you are this, Pele as a manager of Huntley, Steve Patterson, being an Elgin boy, uh, he's heard that a boy for Huntley's playing for Elgin uh-huh. and scoring goals. Why? Why is he not Huntley? Well, why is he not Huntley? Uh, why haven't okay. they heard about him? Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> that game at Huntley, as a boy, he's trying to get the amount of times he tried to get near me. He helped out with the the running of the club in the background. Uh-huh. He was trying to get me to tell my belly wants to speak to me. Okay. And um, <laughs> but Tiger. He wouldn't have let him near Mark in because he can he uh-huh. saw if it was happening here. Mm-hmm. But I mean a long and short, it was the Elgin boys. This was at Huntley, the Elgin boys went home and I just walk up the road, but then for they go away, oh, this boy tells me that Bailey's waiting to speak to me. Uh-huh. Now bear in mind I would go to all the Huntley games. I would, uh-huh. I would watch Huntley play and mm-hmm. I but I certainly I wasn't one of them can oh, wait to play for Huntley type mm-hmm. thing. And they, and they interested in, well, I wouldn't say I was not interested, but it wasn't something like, oh, I've got to play in the high league. And I've got to play. For you. I mean, I've been quite happy at home about playing for amateurs and uh-huh. playing golf and cricket and all this. Mm-hmm. But, but that's what it went wrong. I mean, I agreed to sign for Elgin. And, mm-hmm. and I'll sell myself doing a bit by day in my life. You, you never put pen to paper? No, 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 no. I was getting to it on a Wednesday night. Aye, okay. Fairly fought him on a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. He was waiting at a, well, him and Forbes Shand, if I was a chairman, mm-hmm. went to speak to man Friday, the Friday night if that was possible. So I had the phone, Mike went in the manager of Elgin and Tiger and tell him I was again. So I bet Mike went and was fine, but Tiger was a bit disappointed again because mm-hmm. he can the scene is barely mm-hmm. go to speak to man mm-hmm. or off him or go to hunt man. That's fit. I mean, that's fit. Fit Hartman, I mean, Met him the night before my 18th birthday at Gordon Arms Hotel in Huntley. And mm-hmm. I signed for Huntley for <laughs> Huntley Amateurs received a hundred pound. Oh, okay. And some fat buzz that was the, the deal. Uh-huh. And I signed for two years at Huntley. So. Uh huh. So actually, you're kicking about fit by Don. Now we're into the serious stuff. How did it change for you? Did it change? Well, you said serious stuff, but I didn't realise how big. I say how serious it was, but it, it's certainly a lot different. Playing for amateurs, it's got to be a bit of a professional, mm-hmm. but it's not as professional as some folk mm-hmm. think it is. Good. But your amateur time, it toughened you up already for the Highland League. Eh? Well, I it mm-hmm. definitely did, it, and, it, mm-hmm. and it's something that like, if somebody maybe would thought they weren't good enough, there's nothing wrong with playing in the amateurs or the juniors. To, mm-hmm. Again, as us young loons that'll come, they'll sign, they'll sit on the bench for three years and never get on, and I get out of town. You should be playing football. I mean, I would be saying if I if it went half a year and I was just sitting on the bench, I said, look, let me out to play juniors or something. Mm-hmm. And I see the point in training twice a week and sitting on a bench and getting a game. You never get a chance to develop, are you? Well, no, but then you can go. See, I, see, I went a young loon striker never getting a game mm-hmm. go and play juniors rattle in 30 goals and like oh, maybe this boy is good enough Aye. or maybe another team would see him can, mm-hmm. if you're sitting on a bench nobody's nobody could see and if you're rattling 30 goals confidence levels go through the roof oh, exactly that's mm-hmm. a spiral so how do you have time at Bucky any Bucky Huntley start 
well, I say I signed on the fifth. I signed the fourth of April day before him, I think, and I think it must have been a week after. Wednesday night we played Bucky Thistle. 10th April, you made your 10th day April, was it? Aye, so yeah, against Bucky. It was certainly a midweek game. And we won 1 0, and I was playing, this is for I found my new position, a right midfield. Okay. The graveyard shift. <laughs> um, aye, I suppose maybe Paley thought in midfield that you get in amongst the game and that, but I found it so hard. Okay. I mean, a lot of the time you're just tracking back and mm-hmm. you can go a hail game with hardly touching the bar, I felt. And, I mean, it's a play, it's a, and a 4 4 2, it's a place where you have to, you need fit boys to go up and do it. And it was like an alien position to my again. But that's uh-huh. what, I mean, I just went, I was never going to be saying, oh, I don't want to play there again, I wouldn't have done that. But what was it two strikers in the team for you first, James? Look at well, Charlie Barber was there. Mm-hmm. Charlie was coming to end his time. But I'm pretty sure near that year, but Lug signed at start the next year. So maybe kind of it was only, I think it was only eight games to the end of that oh, year. Okay. So definitely Charlie would have been one of them. I think. Oh, Jimmy Finlay. Jimmy uh, Finlay was. Mm-hmm. He went to. He left for Bucky after Lugs and that okay. So you wouldn't have had to come into the team and try and dislodge up too straight away then? No, 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 I wouldn't have thought I would have. Ken, I wasn't Can I just thought I was a good experience, maybe play a few games here and there. Now, I came out a long time ago, but see after your debut against Bucky, who was your thoughts after the game, do you mind? Ah, I probably thought I hate right midfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, mate, but you've got to mind, Huntley were not and that until Pelly started signing boys, one of the best of teams. Mm. They were Mid-table. probably fit they are new in the high and league and Aye. middle, middle mm-hmm. just below middle bottom. But they still had some good players. But probably, I mean, it was a different. I mean, I can mind watching the high and league games and thinking it was well, there was nothing to it again. Mm. But it's a lot if you've, until you've played in the high leagues, a lot of different things go on, even mm. for. There's throw ends happening again, you've got to be in front of Aye. a player, mm-hmm. and that's something it was just alien to me. I mean, Aye. for amateurs and all that, you just I was no tactics or anything, again. it was just get on with it. Get on with it. So, the serious side of it is coming in with the Island League. Oh, I, I, I definitely been serious at that time, again, but so you saw your first season. I was only eight games, I think, mm-hmm. but I managed to score five goals, and I started that's good. I was trying to work out well I scored my first goal in the second game against Keith uh-huh. and I can how I got five goals for the right midfield because I just I did play there like I wasn't getting to play up front yeah. so end of the season I see when you, you said it was a two year deal so you were st- still set for the next season aye what was the pre-season for did you a lot of training or did you go back to your golf or your cricket or was that a lot of extra training? well back in it came from your 17, 18 year old you're like like naturally fit uh, I think you could roll up uh, and do it again, it's just, again. but um, no, nothing changed because I, I could still mind playing cricket the year after again, and uh, then okay. I decided to stop myself because obviously you can't play on a set or it was only matches and a Sunday uh, and that mm-hmm. and I, for a long time when I started playing for Huntley obviously the golf was almost finished and because the medals at Huntley are on a set are they uh, okay. playing things Mm-hmm. In the minute, a medals used to be a Thursday and Saturday at Huntley, and that's the nights we'd train again. So I was always a member at Huntley, but 
I wouldn't have been playing competitive nah, golf okay. the time I was playing for mm-hmm. for Hunting Iron League. How did you adjust to all the travelling? Like the brothers and ah, it's never it's just it just become settled. They was fit by day and that was nah, just quite happy. Tip is doing to the brook. Eh? Tips to the brook and like ah, some and just that organised nothing for a set of it's just fit back in and that's and that's probably something that's changed now and now mm-hmm. again it was like you go in the bus and nobody goes in the bus so nobody takes cars and, and you go you play you hear drinking the way him crack and that's how you get teams for it I've never do it about it it's your team bonding no, I just definitely mm-hmm. so start the second season you still right midfield I still right midfield for a mm-hmm. whole season again it's probably me couple of games in, one game out, again, oh, and okay. again, just finding your feet more or less mm-hmm. again, and also again, also maybe near the second season, but I certainly signed a couple of boys again, and obviously better players are coming in, and maybe some of the boys that were here are getting, mm-hmm. they are leaving the club, and things are, things are changing definitely, but again, I'm, again, I was just green as grass, I didn't really can, can certainly even for, when we started winning things again it was and didn't just think Abdi did that again but mm-hmm. it wasn't like this is just amazing I should just kind of rolled with it uh, I think for you a youngster winning something although it's good I think it all, when you get all to realise how important it was oh, when you were young well we won, at, we won the Aberdeenshire Cup on that next year mm-hmm. we beat Aberdeen at Christie Park that was a good result for you it was 2-1 Hans only can ask Hans Heelhouse was playing he scored ok and we won 2-1 and I'll just be quite honest I mind absolutely zero about it I can't okay. mind the game and I mind and I, I've got a bad memory for mm-hmm. all things and I genuinely I can't mind the game I can't mind absolutely nothing about that game Strange, no. yeah. and I so played in the game and you never scored no no I never scored no you would have made that oh, oh I, would have, I definitely <laughs> would have made that score <laughs> but um, we won 2-1 so that was the first trophy that I won and it's the first trophy Huntley won since well they won in 1986 they won Aberdeenshire Cup and I was a ball boy that day okay and um, Eddie Copeland and that's somebody I might mention that I said like I I went into that dressing room as green as grass no idea fit mm-hmm. was on in high league dressing rooms and Eddie had been there since probably 1984 and I never knew him for Adam and he just straight away he took me under his wing and Good. he couldn't have thanked him enough for that and I tried to get up and I got mm-hmm. a bit of yard lucky because it's a bit of daunting can? Oh, you've no idea if it goes on you don't care if the boys will think of you but straight away Eddie can, took my introduced my Abdi again, and uh, he was brand new a good professional you always find something you'll do it for oh, I, I mean Abdi was sound like but you didn't care if it goes on can? well you're new you're very apprehensive no idea fit you're going into and then um, so, and I, and I, since I say I was ball boy in 1986, and Eddie scored, Graham Nickel, a boy I played golf with, scored, mm-hmm. Ali Bremner, a boy I've become friendly with, Aye. scored, it's amazing, <laughs> and Ian Thane was in goal for a veil, okay. I scored against him, it was my first ever goal against Thane, it's amazing good. how things die in, I'm sure every time you see Thane, you let him get out. Aye, he, he, he thinks I scored half my goals against him, he keeps saying, I reckon it's at least a hundred. Was against him. See the first trophy won ever in Turk Cup. It was a celebration at night. Again. You never mind hang with nah. Sarah Hayden Sunday morning. Or for never a I, 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 I'm, I 
can't even mind the game, and that's and, yeah, okay. I, and I could tell you, but other oh, their finals and other bits, is okay. just do not remember anything about it. Well, there's one final. I hope you forget about the qualifying cup, aye. not the league cup. Before aye, but we beat Brock. We beat Brock in '99 and in the qualifying cup. Beats four one the league cup. Aye, I mind that. We're moving swiftly uh, on to uh, So that's back to that because I mind that game playing. So that's second season, right midfield, you kind of feel you're settled into the squad now? Aye, but I mean, as I say, I was in and out and in and out together. But I hated it, if I'm perfectly mm-hmm. honest, right midfield. Even after a fall Aye, no. second season? I'd... I didn't, I just felt you weren't involved in the game. I didn't get involved enough. I didn't get a bar enough. Mm-hmm. I didn't really care how to play it. I felt I was, I was more worried about the boy I was playing against leaving him kind of supposed to gun up kind of yeah, yeah. all just like ended up just sitting there and he made a run so you would run back kind of, you, you, I was never marking a run and he was saying to follow me I was too scared that he oh, was yeah, okay. kind of, he would cheat and him mm-hmm. but, um, it's not a great experience and it all helps you know. it does give a chat when Pele's doing and say look we're no, trying to play in someone else no chance I never never thought about doing that and no. I, would, I wouldn't have even thought of it. I mean if you weren't a player, I would be maybe asking to. This isn't working type thing. Right. Oh no, I was getting plenty game time. And, but I certainly wouldn't have never have been that. So the end of the second season, you've been a, you're settled in. You've won your every Ranger Cup. Mm-hmm. You mentioned a few minutes ago you started signing a few players that made a difference for the third season. Oh, how did you sign? Well, logs. Mm-hmm. Logs is a big difference when it mm-hmm. comes to cup finals and that. And um, well. The year after was signed me a bit like but Brian is a he was huge for Huntley at that time Ken, uh, just a match winner Ken. Mm-hmm. but now I mean they've all missed out Ken for years Ken, but brilliant in the dressing room always happy always practical jokes and that makes a huge difference mm-hmm. and it was a great dressing room a lot of well, there's time going, a lot of ex-professionals and everything, but that was good fun, like, but it was mere the first year we won the league before we got the right players in, but definitely Brian, I'm trying to think of other things, but in the next year, like, well, Gary White now, he was uh-huh. saying, he was, we got him for free for four, for that was a carry-on, and that was a, something to do with a contract, and, we got him for nothing. I was a bit of carry on about all that, but but I mean that's two of the what well, was my it transpired that we were the three up front again. Mm-hmm. The three amigos. Aye, but I mean at the end of the day, fit was about scoring goals. You oh, can, absolutely. That's what wins games. You can play a great defence, but it's mm. now now if you did a score. Oh, absolutely. And, but it, I mean that's a bit tongue in cheek, and you need, <laughs> you need good defenders now. But goals win games. Simple as that. And. Lugs and White are a different class when it comes to that. Okay. So you come to the season you win your first league title, the first of the run. For Omri, it doesn't care, which I'm sure Omri watches Highland League fit, but it does care. Huntley famously won a league five years in a row. So how was the first thing? How did it feel? Well, the first thing, but it was back to far, we signed, like, we signed Stevie Lennox far would be, he was ex Peter Heed, mm-hmm. but he was the playmaker and he was. He was the main man. He was mm-hmm. the best player I've ever played with. Aye. Nothing fancy. Middle of the park. Witted the bar. Took the bar. Forever it was. Never mm. wasted a bar. Been. He never scored heaps of goals. He never. He just just netted it all together. Uh, yeah. But then, 
and also rugby was signed again. Mm-hmm. Doogie signed at 36 year old again. Mm-hmm. He played the first game, I think. He certainly played a game up at Bucky and he was playing left fullback. He got absolutely roasted for Darren Stell and then um, Pelly moved him to centre half while he never looked back. Aye. And um, But he was, in both boxes, he was colossal for Huntley, but mm-hmm. he was like, I guess teams would have been scared of He's a formidable figure. He, he was a formidable figure. Great reputation yeah. as well. Gothenburg, great. But see, I, that, I mean, digressing here, and never mention any of that. No. And unless you asked him, I was okay. no and or nothing. He just, he was at training every night. He did a training. Mm-hmm. He went home. I was near. I'm a big man thing. No. The absolute cracking guy. You're just a he was just, he was just a Huntley player like mm-hmm. the rest of us. Yeah. <clears throat> so at the end of the league, how, well, I can't mean how, Close towards the end of the league, had you won a league? Was well, we won a league with five games to go. I, was, I couldn't mind if it was that in the second and you won it with five to go. Well, the first three we won by a few games to go, but mm-hmm. the first team, five games to go, we played Inverness, Thistle up there, and we had to win, win a league, obviously. Mm-hmm. It was 2-0 up after five minutes, so we won 4-1, and it's, without shouting out, it's, a, it's a best match I've ever been at. Good. Did you score? I scored two. Good. And they are, I mean, it, it was this fella Huntley Falk from arrived in Inverness before we got the ground. Ah, oh, you could see his Falk black and gold top tops so and that. Mm. I mean, and I came for the one, and then none of them were like, they weren't all into fit, but if you get what I mean, it was just mm. something. Oh. I mean, and that, the most important thing about that first team, Abdi was still in the league. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the big side. Carly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Inverness this or Ross mm-hmm. County they were all still in the league yeah, and that, that's a big thing because I'm pretty sure if we'd won us five in a row it would have been up but Carly not won in the league so aye, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. diminished it a wee bit but mm-hmm. I mean we won a league by 18 points that shows you how dominant yeah, we were a good side. it was a highlight game for that year can you mean only standard games well definitely the last game mm-hmm. a fit of mine about that is like Forbes Shand and Omdi Kens Huntley, Pop McGregor, they'd been at Huntley, Pop Forbes mm-hmm. to go in a 70s game, mm-hmm. and that's Jimmy Anderson was a secretary, I mean, you just seen the, the joy in their aye. face for mm-hmm. the men he's took the club for nothing, mm-hmm. and Forbes, folk think Forbes throws the money about, Omni mm-hmm. kids Forbes, he doesn't <laughs> throw money about, he'll get somebody else to aye. put mm-hmm. the money in, aye. but that's his, that's mm-hmm. why he would do it, Ken. Oh, absolutely. Ken. But um, I just seen fitted men to them, and it was just mm-hmm. I I'm as good. I re- never realised uh-huh. fitted men, and I probably still did nothing. It was happening again. Mm-hmm. The first team fitted actually <coughs> to win in a league, and and only wins a league do you can how hard it is to win it the next oh, time. Absolutely, oh, absolutely. But I mean, you're on a bit of that games. I mean, certainly we had cup games, we had Scottish mm-hmm. cup games that were big games. Mm-hmm. You mind them, mind. I think it was a year after we played Dundee United, but we, we got ourselves to, we played Hearts at Tynecastle, uh-huh. 10,000 folk there. How did that feel? Oh, it was great. Uh-huh. It's a pity we just couldn't have scored. Like, but they had a decent team, I mean, John Robertson, Craig Levine. Uh, it's a good player, Ken, they had, I think Robertson, I think he scored his 200th goal in that game. We hit up an L-0 with 25 minutes to go, and then Doogie tried a manoeuvre in the corner, flag lost the bar, well, lost 6-0, but that was a great... So he, he opened the floodgates yeah. for him. But to play in front of 10,000 folk yeah, for a high league team. Fantastic, yeah. Oh, it's just great. Mm-hmm. But with some great cup games at Huntley and Ark, yeah, for, the, for the 
it's four thousand, four and a half thousand, and it's packed uh, in, which is probably and, better. Uh, and the fans are happy, and oh. you hear every shout. It's fantastic. So a lot of younger viewers maybe didn't realise. Back in the day, to get the Scottish Cup, you had to get at least the semi-final oh, of the well, qualifying the cup. The, quali- the, the quarter-final of the qualifying cup was by far the biggest day of the season. Uh, you had to win it. Again, and that's something Pele, for the years, he was manager at mm. Elgin for two, Huntley for five, qualified every year. Uh, it's a good record, eh? Okay. And it, that's, well, back in, because now Abdi's in, when you get in, it was, I think, the third round the big teams came in, so mm. it wasn't so much... And you had a great chance well, not a great, if you got to that room you had a chance of getting a good tie. Aye. Yeah. Well look, but we got three years exactly, right? we got Rangers, yeah. Just exactly, and that's what you're hoping for to get uh, old farm or Absolutely. Something. So talk us through some year of that. I mean you won it five in a row, that was a phenomenal feat that. If it maintained the success, if it made Huntley so good for that, that spell. Well for I just continuity, I think. I think eight of the players that won the five titles, I boys that won five titles mm-hmm. eight of them were here for five years uh, okay. so and um, so it was throwing about Huntley bought the league but eight of that players only one player was bought which was Craig Yates uh, okay. and that cost mm-hmm. nothing so I Marcel, John Gardner Eddie Copeland Alan Selby Gary White Neil Grant and Yates are they paid for and Arthur Murphy again, nothing mm-hmm. cost Huntley nothing uh, but continuity I think Pelly said it, and obviously, when he's manager for two years, then Doogie takes over for two years. It's it's just a continuation. Can mm-hmm. I was near a turn, near a big turnover of players. If you get what I mean. Uh, obviously, if you're winning folk, they will be leaving. Yeah. Well, that's it. And, yet, and the aims that you're getting in, the aims that you're getting in are from quality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he said, Pelly had you for two years, then Doug Ruby together. Was there any difference in style he played? Any difference in management? Oh, there's a big difference in management. Mm-hmm. I mean. Um, Pelly's just, he's just, I would say, he's just a boy you want to play for, and it was so simple, but the asset Pelly had was his eye for a player and get the player in. Again, it was almost like <clears throat> the most important thing is to get the right players in and just mm-hmm. let him get on with it. Again, training was a fit by base, there was a, I mean, he could, you're part-time footballers, you mm-hmm. don't want to be coming in training, running, 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 you want to have fun. Aye. You can still do a lot of work mm-hmm. with your footballer, yeah. Playing games and all that, and another thing at Huntley, I think, was, was pretty important. We trained at Huntley every night, aye, twice a week at Huntley, mm. which is good for me. Oh, aye, it's necessarily good for the boys at Biden Oh no, that shows, and that shows commitment. Aye. Mm. Again, they're coming out in the middle of December to Huntley mm. to train, and I think you're winning. I think it's easier and all that, but it's a big commitment. Oh, aye. and I'm not sure it's a commitment I could have done. Again, mm-hmm. when you're up for your work at six o'clock and you're finished at five uh, and then you have to go to out to Huntley again. But um and in the fifteen well back to Doogie, I mean Doogie absolute gentleman a boy. Mm-hmm. But I think I found me Doogie, I found him he's I found him shy and he wasn't as confident as you think somebody like him would be speaking okay. and all that. Mm-hmm. But he didn't need to be. I mean the players had great respect for him and again it's just like you pick a players and they can mm-hmm. they can for they're supposed to be doing type mm-hmm. thing. But then we won a f- Doogie won two so it comes to the fifteen and we're horrendous start the season. I think maybe we lost three of the first eight games plus something in my head it the qualifying cup we got we lost in the first round or something, so that was out out of and that. And Mike Henry who took over as chairman for Forbes 
piece sack doogie took us a big call to the yard. Yeah, okay. And, but we'd lost three of the first eight games. And he, a guy Phil Bonnyman was appointed. Mm-hmm. He was a Rangers player back in the day, but he was like a coach at Port Vale. But I think Mike Hendry had some kind of link to him some way. Mike kent him through somebody or something. But I mean, we appeared to train and nobody had a clue for he was. Okay. Nothing about him. Well, within five minutes, you can't ask as a man to do the job. Aye. Absolutely. A different level of anything I've seen okay. as a manager. His training, his tactics. He was a full-time. Mm-hmm. Full-time mentality. <laughs> he didn't really realise it. I mean, the first training session, I, I was injured. But I was doing, he was um, 10 o'clock and they're still training. Oh, wow. And his boys is to go back to Aberdeen, <laughs> Ken. But he was in a different, absolutely quality, the things mm-hmm. that he that he learnt me so much. Okay. Uh, about positions to talk, runs to mark, things to do. And I'd never been dealt on any of this before, Ken. It was just, and it's so simple when he tells you things. Aye. I mean, that was a simple game. Oh, aye, absolutely. It's used by tactics and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that 15, the Brock was away. They were miles ahead. Mm-hmm. I and, remember it well. <laughs> and fit, fit I mind about it, and he, he says to me, why does Charlie Duncan, he's in a paper every week saying, we'll never win this league, we're not good enough. Mm-hmm. And he's like saying to me, why is he saying that? He says, because the players will start thinking. And I was like, oh, you're right here, kid. But I fit a mind about it. Well, by Christmas, uh-huh. that's when I, I needed a back operation. Aye, uh, okay. So as I say, I mean, I scored 34 goals in 24 games. Mm-hmm. I scored five and twice against the Bale that year. And I mean, I was on for my best of our amount of goals and all the rest of it. So for, for January the 7th to the end of the season, I wasn't playing again. And I think, I've got to say, it's the fourth last game of the season. We are still behind the Brock. Mm-hmm. And come doing here, and I couldn't even come doing a match. And it was an L nil. The game finished nil nil. So we were still behind. The week after we went to Brora, Colin McDonald scored. To put us 2 1 ahead, I think 10 minutes to go. Mm-hmm. And back in again, there's no mobile phones. Nobody can, like, now you can't scores. Albany Cairns was happening, oh, yeah. we're on the bus, mm-hmm. and it used to be back then, Bill McAllister was in BBC Scotland and he'd come in with a high league, a game mm-hmm. of the day and the scores, uh, and Forrest beat Fraserburgh. Uh, yeah. Then I recall the score, I think 3-2 or maybe something mm-hmm. like that, and that was us, it was in our hands. Uh, we had to play Elgin at Huntley, which was a tough game because they were still a good side, uh, yeah. and was a lot of football game in the last game, and we we'll, we'll beat Elgin 2-1. So we had to go to football and win the game. Mm-hmm. And again, as I say, I didn't play half a season, so... That was a good win for you again. I was, I was standing watching it, it's weird. Again, I'd scored 34 goals, but I, I genuinely felt I wasn't a part of it again. I wasn't on the pitch. And uh, I was just... But only you would have felt it. The rest of your teammates would have Oh, aye, aye. But, it's, aye, but it's seeing from the trophies I had to do it. But standing watching again, I was like... Uh, this is weird, you know. Just it's like I'm just a supporter here, type thing. But that was a huge, huge thing. Oh, and it's a thing. It, I now realise how big it was, but even uh, then, I didn't mm. realise it. I mean, obviously, it's never been done before mm-hmm. or since, again. Mm-hmm. 
but I never realised it was such a big thing until you start you start see, hearing podcasts and all those things about Highland League over right. the years and all the great players there's been and the great teams and mm-hmm. nobody's managed to do it again and with the pyramid system in place and again, oh, it might not happen again, exactly. again. No, it might not no. we'll just have to see so then you did the famous five yep so before we go into the, the six scene how was your injury you said you had a, a back I had injury. a back operation in 1998 and oh, the truth be told that was really I mean, my asset was pace, mm. and the pace had gone. I mean, I can remember I put on two stone when I was African at uh, the time I got the operation, mm-hmm. and, and um, that can. So I had to real, I had to change the way I played, obviously. But I was never the same player, as me. Kind of say otherwise again, but I had to play a bit of different game. So even for the age where you needed a back operation, oh, twenty-five. Such a young I mean, the thing is, the operation was for it's a growth thing, and it's common if you're about seventy plus. Mm-hmm. So I was twenty five. I mean, folk think I was. I mean, I fell off a roof. Ninety five, ninety six, was that something? Folk think it was the DBR and all, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really. Again, I, I mean, I missed games because of that. I had knee injury, ankle injury. I had a lot of injuries. Again, I missed a lot of games. Again, but then I missed half that season of. And you've got 34 goals Aye. like Christmas again you're thinking I'm about to get 50 again Aye. I reckon how many games were left but I've certainly been 20 games left yeah. well the opportunity was there to get your 50 minutes well, of course it was but it wasn't to be I'm not going to get greedy well <clears throat> I think that's footballers want though if you need something you want to need something a wee bit better or you Aye. say I scored two I should have scored three or well that's the thing I mean yeah you want to do a wee bit better again I mean that's back there I mean I go down to watch Huntley and yeah, I guess. Oh, you would have scored four today, but they forget when you was play, for us playing. <laughs> it's a different team. Getting, getting, no, but I maybe had ten chances and score three. That you think why everybody speaks, you score every chance you get, and that's. Aye. <clears throat> the thing is, you get better as you get as the years go on. You become a better player. Everybody mm. thinks you're better, and you really were. Aye. Aye. I remember uh, interviewing Paul Keith. You mean Paul Keith? Yeah. I remember him saying, he says, sometimes in a game you maybe get two chances, you'd be alert and try to stick one away. Mm. Sometimes the chance didn't come too often. No, but that's where I was lucky. We had mm-hmm. we had two wingers and Stevie Gray and Marco De Barris for mm-hmm. and we had Lugs, White or Stevie Lennox. So it couldn't help but create chances. A defender's nightmare at yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'd far more than two chances in a game, Ken. If it was the highest winning game you ever played in. <laughs> Well, certainly need double figures because I remember a game we used it for William and and I this is maybe after the five in a row and I I think Phil Bonnie was the manager and it was maybe eight or nine and okay. he was like he wasn't a bit in the mail. I can understand that. Because he says no, no, we just keep the bar. We're not. I can understand. I can't, goal difference and that is things mm-hmm. change new, but he was absolutely adamant. That's enough. We're not embarrassing that slot on the mail again. I can understand that perfectly well. Some folk wouldn't have it. I don't know, I can't recall games for I was certainly maybe got seven sometimes, but it wasn't a big thrashings like mm. you see. If it's a flip side, it's the biggest scene you was ever on the end of. <sighs> not sure, I must have been a hiding or two. I can mind, well, I was certainly, I just got a qualifying cup game, I'm on a book for Doogie Good Sack. Shit, it was a Friday night and we lost 6-3 to Peter Heed. 
that was at Christie Park. But I'm sure that's been certainly after the five in a row would have had bigger losses than that. Aye, uh, just the highs and lows I've had by you. Aye, I mean, things change. Everybody has their time, Ken. Absolutely. You've got to, that's what you say to somebody, you win something. You got to celebrate it, can you? never can. Absolutely. Can great believer in that. And there's some, some fantastic players never won. Mm-hmm. Certainly never won a league, but maybe never won a medal. Uh, and here's you won six. Oh, exactly. As far mm-hmm. better players than me would have won. Mm-hmm. Nothing can. But you've got to. You don't again fun. It's your last thing if you give it to me. Yeah. It's a boot. It's a boot. Aye. Uh, it's a boot. Winning and celebrating. Go. And enjoying yourself along the way. Of course it is. You've got to enjoy it. Absolutely. So you won your five. So then you've a, is that a two-year break, three-year break for the next team? No, 2004, that's the last team. So that's going for 1998 to 2004. Six-year break, okay. So but obviously we was winning cups and all that uh-huh. in between all that. Mm-hmm. Fraserburgh, you never, you never mentioned that. We've twice to beat Fraserburgh. I've not got to that yet. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was trying to miss it. No, 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 no. No, no, but cups, cups were great days and all that. Mm-hmm. a great day for oh, fans so. and... Mm-hmm. The, it's, it's like near the start even the Scottish Cup games the build up and all the rest of it it's uh, all mm-hmm. it's near just the game it's all I think it, certainly the tuna Huntley would have prospered with Huntley Dean Whale okay? oh absolutely okay. it's a hell to taking Abdi and maybe the mm-hmm. pubs and all the rest of it okay? and it's Abdi's feeling better again okay? things mm-hmm. are going it's near as doom and gloom like it's going on in the world anew okay? no I can't well seeing you're sitting in a broth boardroom you better talk us through the 4-1 League Cup Give you inflicted give it, a, give it a, I mind a few things that game and if, the thing that stands out in my mind is a boy in a pitch dressed as Mr Blobby <laughs> I didn't get five ways we came five ways <laughs> but that's part of the cup uh, final okay? mm, that's the thing uh, and folk my mates and that will still mind that boy coming on he's on a few times like <laughs> but that's part of the crap uh, and also mine well that must have been it must have been 93, 94, because Kevin Walker cleared twice off a line for Michael mm. Stephen before uh, there was a goal. Mm-hmm. And the, the other thing that sticks in my mind, we were 3-0 up, Hunter came on and scored, it was 3-1. And then Rocket Ronnie Smith, he ran for the halfway line, now Ronnie come to Huntley later, and he's a great lad, but this was Ronnie in a nutshell. Run through, beat a couple of boys... John Garnett beat John McDoon early and Ronnie, Ronnie smashed it out of the bar. Now 3 2, we back in 10 minutes to go. Mm-hmm. We won 4 1 in the Aye. end. If I go back to Ronnie, he come to Huntley for Bucky again. Cracking lad and that and us. And I'll never mind, he won the, we won the league. Maybe Ronnie was just there once or twice. And he's like greeting and all. That's what it meant to me. I was delighted. We see when you see a boy has been around for years. Aye. The same thing happened. In the 2004, Richard Bowman was a goalie for Rothes for 10 12 years and he signed for Huntley and they won a league. Mm-hmm. And that's the only medal he ever won, again, and fit uh, meant to him. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm there getting blase, we won heaps, but I was delighted to see like a boy like Ronnie yeah, winning that. I mean, you can't, we've just won the league and the look on the players' no, faces, the final whistle got to go to the trophy. It's just amazing the joy it was in that faces. But probably that young lads, the youngins, all they realise what it actually means. No, because a lot of them, yeah, we spoke with earlier, when you're uh, young, you think it's going to happen all the time. But somebody like Wicker, Grant Campbell, uh, you know what it means, because oh, he's won before. Uh, absolutely. Now, I had Wicker, I, and I helped out Pele. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Wicker was there, I reckon he's got Wicker here, but that's what he's got. Well, but, um, he's got a few things, but... <laughs> But I don't know, dirty weaker. <laughs> Aye, but uh, what a 
What player he was. Yeah, he's still a cricket yeah. player. Oh, aye. I think he's had tr- tr- trouble with his knees and that, but, mm. but like a hand we win and we cove and all that. But he was a winner. He, he's mm. bound to have helped that young Lewin skin. Oh, absolutely. Made a world of difference. And another in when I was helping out with Paul Young come, him and, mm. him and um, P.A. Bruce come for Peter here. Oh, mm. And for a start, P.A. was playing and all oh, the Huntley, oh, he's a boy and all that. And Pelly says to me, I think that's how that lad's better. Mm-hmm. And Paul Hunter got a chance and put him in, played up at Wick, and fast tackle, 50-50, just threw the boy. And now he'd never seen that in training. He, uh, look, Kenny's a quiet boy and all mm-hmm. that, what a player he was. And he's just like his father, again. Mm-hmm. And I played against his father, uh, obviously, again. Mm-hmm. And Paul's still going strong, because uh, every blade of grass. Uh, he's a again. fantastic player. I've seen him, obviously, I've seen him when he went to Turriff, I've seen him play up at Huntley mm-hmm. and that. I mean, did they play centre midfield? midfield. Well, there you it's go. It's a good start. It's a good midfield, aren't they? Uh, nah, they're yeah. good lads, and it was great to see them win. For another cup game, did you play with the Brock against the Brock? Oh, we, we played them I mean, in the qualifying cup mm-hmm. final, and I think it was '99. Hunt they went two now anyway. And the thing, the only thing I mind about that is that's when Russell Gill. He started playing for Huntley. He's a Huntley lad, you know. Mm-hmm. And he did an amazing run to beat about four boys and cut it back to Gary White and scored. But that was kind of... Well, that would have been the last cup I'd have won at Huntley. Ah, uh, OK. 2000. Because we won 17 trophies in the 90s. That's a fair record. Uh, okay. But, I mean, that's just the era, okay? As you say, every every team has... Well, Man City is only going to win a great spell. But that's what you get. Mm-hmm. Folks say it's the best Highland League team ever, fits the best. It's impossible. Different eras. A different era. You Aye. can only be the best in your era. Things change. Aye. Yeah. The fitness of players, the pitches, the fit bar, mm-hmm. everything changes. And you can, it's impossible to compare. Can best player in the world ever. Now, get, is it Messi, is it Maradona? I know. It's, you can't, it's impossible. Aye, as you say, you, you can just, just uh, play and beat the guys you're playing with at the time. Of course, you just do uh, Enjoy it while it's mm-hmm. going, can and, and that was your time, can I mean, Huntley's been not in the old ones, but the old ones, but nobody's their time, can I maybe not. sometime in my life Huntley will win a league again? Well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I've won six times, but Huntley's mm-hmm. won seven. I just missed uh, out in the seventh thing. That was uh, 1929, 1930. Because <laughs> so, so that was 64 years uh, before Huntley won their first team. Aye. Uh, can fast to say it, it might be 64 years before Huntley well, won a league. He's just done a can, didn't he? Yeah, just done a can. But the, the old, we were up at Huntley this season and it was a real, real battle and we eventually won 2-1 but it was a tough, tough yeah. game. Never got an easy game up at Christie Park. I, I think, I mean, I had not been as much this year as I, I'd like to be, Ken. But I think they've got, I, I like him at a high, Alan Hill. Mm-hmm. When I spoke to Gary McGowan, he, when he was there a while, he said he was so impressed with the training with Alan Hill and mm-hmm. the assistant manager. And, that. and they seem to be getting, they're signing plenty of players so they must... And I can't have how much they're paying for him, but mm-hmm. they're, 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 he's being backed anyway. That's good. So you'll see him coming good again. Yeah, let's see. Right, Martin. You says in your time at Huntley, you won seventeen trophies, apart from the league, the league titles, which was six. Speak us through some of the trophies you can mine on. Well, I mine all the finals. What's the first thing you can mind on? Most memorable in for you? Well, the first, fi- the first final of mine was well, well, we played the League Cup and the Qualifying Cup. We played Cove and both finals at Borough Briggs. 
both finals finished in a draw. Luggy scored all the goals in both finals. It was 1-1 or 2-2. And they both went to penalties. And Huntley won both on penalties. Good. And um, again, I was right midfield. Very little. I started both games, but came off. Had little impact in that games. Um, every every finals, I've scored a winner in a final against Peter Heere, Aberdeenshire Cup final. I played Devon Vale in a final at Keith. Huntley won, and then there was a fight in the in the social club after the the trophy was brought in, and the Vale boys started fighting with Huntley boys, and there's no, no, no. anything like it. Like, players? No, no, no players. No, no, just oh, the fans and the fans. Wow, well, that was a bit dead serious. No, 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 I may not, but. Only final you won, but the one final we didn't win. We, we lost the qualifying cup to Ross County, and probably it's probably '93-'94. That's just to win every trophy. Again, we was one 0 up. I scored, and was one 0 up in the 90th minute. We lost Eddie Copeman, lost the ball in midfield, and went up and scored. We got lost the next time, so that's a final, and it's a, probably the best we played in a final. Uh, Again, okay. you win finals and. I think we played great in finals, but we won. See that final you just spoke about. So you won a qualifying cup, you won a league, the Highland League Cup, and that and you played in would have been the false. No, that would have been that's a qualifying cup. A qualifying cup. I, I'm saying them. I'm not including the Aberdeenshire Shield because mm-hmm. from, certainly from Pelly's manager, from Huntley played it. Aberdeenshire Shield. It's the boys that weren't the playing played. That was just oh, a, right, okay. some young loons. It went. That was the way it was. Just the why. It wasn't a Dean serious, if you get what I mean. Mm. It was a more important thing. And again, folk, if you're not playing, you need to get a game. Okay? Oh, when absolutely. And a chance comes, there's no point in the first team playing. Mm-hmm. Well, they should still be good enough to. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got to one final, I think, against Bucky, but we lost that. But, um, so I got final, scored a winner against Elgin. That was like, again, like a few minutes to go, I'd say a good thing. Again, it was the second best that day, but. No, final played Devon Vale in the final at Huntley. We won two one. And dislocated my ankle. It was another injury. That Ouch. Day. Uh, <laughs> they popped back in. And uh-huh. I got into the dressing room. The doctor put something and it went back in. So. Doctor's magic fingers got you going again. Eh? Well, something happened. Don't know how that can fit exactly <laughs> did happen. But so some brilliant memories of winning cups. Ah, it's a great day. I mean, as I said, it's nay. It's not just a game, it's like the big games, it's a build-up game. You mm-hmm. get paper, what did you an interview, photos, and Abdi and Huntley's looking to go. And again, It was just a good time, I mean, we had great support, and I mean, even back, I mean, we was playing decent football, and it was entertaining to watch. Ken I would have said we could have had easily had 500 a game for, for William, Ken, mm-hmm. I was like, like the same folk would be coming back. I was folk for Turriff and maybe Rune about Inverurie would come and watch again mm-hmm. because the lot was one in at that time. And all. But we had good crowds, the same as one of I mean, and there's a f- good fat band teams are winning. Folk will go. If they're oh, playing absolutely. rubbish, you'll get your hardcore that go every week Aye. and they'll go and they may have fed. And then the other folk drift off again. And successful teams, you see it uh, with the kids, whatever team in the Scotland team will see a lot of maybe Rangers tabs yeah. or Celtic tabs or whatever but even you say Man City you'll see kids with Man City tops you would never have seen that years ago uh, no Again? no but I think that's just it folk full of success and like watch a good team yeah. 
So as you said there, touch on which I think is a really important bit for a Hayland League, your club's saying, well, the hail tune gets a buzz. Oh, aye. Well, just you really have seen that with Fraser there last year. Aye, absolutely. But I mean, certainly in Huntley, certainly like a big Scottish Cup game, again, from you, the draws made, like I said, with Drew Dundee night, with David Drew mm-hmm. Dundee night, the hail, the holders of the Scottish Cup, we've got them at Christie Park. So for weeks on end, it's a wind is raw, then up, and again, the, the fans come up, the pubs get busy, everything's busy again. You've been hitting your mates, hey man, I'm trying to get those beer tickets, <laughs> as usual. I can't really mind that kind of things happening, to be honest. But, hey, the tickets were high on sale, and I can't, I can't recall having to get a ticket for somebody. Oh, you okay. I mean. See, you've done United game, here's an important question. You're playing a broken Saturday, just a normal league game. The following Saturday, you're playing Dundee United. Do you approach that game any different? But the Brock game, in case I got injured, no. No, 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 just for your, your preparation for the game. No, 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 it's all the same. So just be exactly the same. Well, you say preparation, I'll just, this is. Abdi's into health kick and all that newness. Mm-hmm. A home game for Huntley. Mm-hmm. Well, I had to be to Grun at 2 o'clock. Okay. Half past 12, I could guarantee every Saturday, two pies and a tin eye brew. That's my dinner. Pretty much ritual. I, that's what I did. Aye, aye. That obviously worked for eggs, it never affected you. But. There's too much here, so I'll be telling you what you should be doing. You do if it's good for you. Well, Go back to warm-ups. That's another thing I think in here. Back in that five in a row, even that. There's no mm-hmm. team warm-ups there. Is there no? No, no, no. You just went out. Again, Dougie Rugby and Gary White, they only wanted to be running across the park. White had used to just stand and take sh- shots and a few crosses right. and either. And Dougie would just do a few headers. And then all of a sudden, our boys need to be running back and right. all getting up. Abdi's different. Abdi can't fit the need themselves. I mean, I've seen team warm-ups. The boys are coming off it, but I'm knackered before the game starts. Aye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aye. I, I, I just feel Abdi's different, and, but that's just the way things are going. Folk think that's is the way to do it. Well, as you were saying, you became your body better than yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So two players now in Right, and it, and I mean, that's a fact. And never, nothing seemed to go wrong with it. The important thing for picking up eyes. Yeah. I just meant spice. <laughs> and you just it never affected you, you just no, that, that was your thing. I just did it. I mean if I, I was mm-hmm. never asked, nobody would have thought nothing of it. No, just the way you did it. So for about your Scottish Cups, you mentioned at Dundee United there. Well that was a big game. I mean I was mm-hmm. a, I'm a Dundee United fan and they were a holder, so oh, that's okay. the biggest game we've had at Hunt like in. Mm-hmm. And um But again, again the build up was all great and all that. But I mean we lost three one John Gardner hitting his best game, Merrillis, two of the goal. Uh-huh. I mean, and I'll be honest, I was, I think they were only much better than us if that's a fun. Okay. Yeah. It was 3-0, I scored, I mean, I scored against Dundee United, my team, that's, normally says fit goal do you mind, that's the main goal I would mind. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of that. But, um, I mean, I don't care if you mind, but there was so much folk in the Dundee United end, the barrier collapsed mm-hmm. behind the goal. Mm-hmm. And, you see Jim McLean was a chairman at that time he was out getting him off and like telling him to behave and all that and, but it was just there was obviously lots of folk maybe too much folk in the ground again, but Aye, and luckily, it luckily I wasn't a hang happening mm-hmm. but, but I mean even I mean the first team back and we played Airdrie would have been in 1992 maybe that was the biggest that was the first big game I'd mm-hmm. right big game and, okay and it was maybe like three, three and a half thousand. Can we equalise in the 80th minute? 
bear in mind that Airdrie got the final that year. Mm-hmm. The 1-1, one, one, Andy Smith's scored uh, a hat-trick, eh? but 1-1, one, one, mm-hmm. we're still at, everybody's in the howling shake in the enclosure. Uh, Fans and uh, players are in here. Well, the game started and half the boys are, well, they couldn't have still been the howling shake, but they were just getting back uh, and they just went straight up the pitch within uh, 10 seconds ago. And that was a great lesson and uh, get yourself ready for the kick-off. Well, they always say you're most vulnerable when you've just oh, scored. Aye. But that was crazy. We was, that was that was silly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here they went down to lose the Rangers in the cup final. Yeah, yeah I can't. They got the final. I might not. So was that a, as you say, it was a great memory. If other Scottish Cup games really sticks with you. you. You told me earlier you played Hearts. Yeah, I've played Hearts mm-hmm. six now. I played it. We played it early on. The first year, we would be 91, 92. We played. I wanted them back and they were top if it was the second division then. Mm-hmm. And they were supposed to thrash us. We beat them 2 0. Mm-hmm. That was a, I mean, that was not a huge crowd. There was heaps of Huntley folk there. Yeah? And that's, I, I was a sub at the Amina because myself and Charlie Barber were subs. Again, that was when I was only two subs. Uh, not even a sub goalie back mm-hmm. then. Uh, and that's a thing you see. Again. That's only 13 boys out of the squad get uh, to be stripped back then. Which is hard, can so it's hard for the boys that's in the stand watching. But it's hard, but it's also good because you've got to keep on your toes to keep playing well behind the team. Oh, right. But I mean, you couldn't have hate, you couldn't have hate twenty something players. That'd oh, be impossible, oh, can So probably just a little squad. Yeah. But I mean, I played Queen of South in a game that was cancelled a heap of times on a Monday night. There's three thousand folk here. Mm-hmm. Snaring a pitch and all. That was to to get to play Hearts although I was injured I wasn't playing we played we played Albion Rovers we played them one of the years it was nil nil. the replay was at Huntley and I we won 5-3 it's a game I would regard as the best I've ever played for Huntley okay. I just it's a game of mind just starting only scored one goal set up two but I, I think it's the best I've ever played Can just just I think it would like skin the boy uh, a heap of times created a heap and it's just a game it's still although I mean, it's a game I scored six goals against Forrest one night but that's a game at Albion Rovers okay. it's a game I would think that was even it plus it was against a higher opposition it probably made it a bit too much it was a Scottish Cup game it was, mm-hmm. a, it was like a dark night in December or January <laughs> it was snan and it was a horrible day like can a game had been postponed about 12 13 times again and I just went and played do you ever think the Highland pitches are a good level up to some of these teams when they come away for him? I think it's probably. Well, definitely Huntley. Mm. In the middle of winter, it is, again. <laughs> because I think pitches are far better now than they mm. were, again. But, but like Huntley's was near the greatest in the winter, again. But again, that's <laughs> probably due to. We, we was training on it every week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because Huntley, had, at that time, I was near all weather pitch. I was mm. nine. Barely in rugby, we just train the pitch. Mm. If the groundsman was pulling his hair out, we it must have been a. Barely, it's just, it's just follow the gun again. I could hardly get a wee bit bogey in the winter. Oh, I've no idea about that. I've bad memories of Christie Park, the cup final. Oh, I think of 8 Peter Heer again. To be fair, that game should never have been played. The pitch was absolutely was soaking. I? I've heard that a bit again. But here, moving swiftly on. So, <laughs> What's your biggest disappointment in the Scottish Cup, would you say? Is that a game you lost now that you should have won? Or you felt you could have won? Well, that everything was disappointing for the fact that we was late in the game with 10 minutes to go mm-hmm. and it was right out of the game 10 seconds later. But, I mean, at Albion Rovers, we beat them and we were, 
we've played Stranraer and the next round a team it would beat in well that's another thing we was played Stranraer a few years previous uh-huh. and we was the main game in sports scene uh-huh. Again, half an hour highlights mm-hmm. Lug scored a hat trick and he uh-huh. was up to the camera again <laughs> a big hammer boy for that quench Highland Lugs but I mean that was a great thing mm-hmm. half an hour in sports scene Again, it was never just heard amazing, of John right? Brown he had in the commentary uh-huh. We won 4-2 and again that's a game I played as right midfield I, I never touched the ball in the highlights and I barely think I touched the ball in a 90 minutes again but that was it that was great exposure and arc for our skin it's Huntley were doing brilliant in that spell yeah. Scottish Cup because they were well famous for our Scottish Cup exploits well again before we were a good cup team before we started winning the leagues again, mm-hmm. again we would do well in the cup but we were losing like 13 games in the league for some reason but we beat, we played at Buckethead, we played all in rows, we drew Stranraer in the next round at Christie Park, and we, that's when we went a right good side. Mm-hmm. We lost 2 1, and no way were they better than we were. Yeah. It's a it's frustrating game, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, and you look back, especially in the dressing room after that, we should have won that game. And the thing is, the beauty about football is uh, for every time you lose a game, there's another game just from the corner. Oh, and that's the games you win that you shouldn't have won. Yeah. Does it level its hell out? Yeah. Do you think it does? On a day, it's up to how you play and it goes your way. It goes your way. Yes, I mean, if you're our team, you should be. You should be beating. Should be winning. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure you've played games. You've been our team. Can I score a negative point? No, I've definitely been games. I can't. If it tears your hair out, doesn't it? And then it's up to you to take your chances. Yeah. Well, that's it. If you're getting ten. You should be taking one. <laughs> well, I. Then some games you're just so much on top you just can't score. Mm-hmm. We played Clyde here in the Scottish Cup. They would mold us in half in the first oh, round. Aye, aye. And then we scored a goal, won, then, it, then they barred us, and they just never scored. I can't believe Moby they sent off. <laughs> it was a good Shire save. Good, good save. <laughs> but uh, no, it was. Uh, it just fit with them. I mean, Clyde must have drove them down the road thinking, how do we not win it? Yeah. Uh-huh. But fit with them, I mean, we played, you're on about Clyde, I just brought back a memory. We played Clyde in a game. It was a drop here, we were doing it at Broadwood. We, um, I scored an absolute pearl on my left foot and I think I thought it comfy top corner that was just one nil up with a long and short out we got three players sent off before 90 minutes oh me Alan Selby Davy Morland and Rugby and we took it to extra time we lost 3-2 in extra time with eight men ouch that is a hearing but um, we did well to get to extra time uh, I think but it just shows you games that some decisions go your way now Aye, it's a funny old game, Fitba. You can never predict what's going to happen in Fitba. It's a beauty, isn't it? Oh, it's just a beauty. Did you take much penalties in your career? <laughs> you looked it up like. <laughs> I'm just asking a question. A hundred percent record. Okay. Took two, missed two. <laughs> now you think maybe because I scored a few goals, I took a pens, but never. I mean, back in the day, Lugs took a pens for Huntley. And I, I would say oh, probably near. I wouldn't be confident in that penalty taken. Uh, okay. I took one against the first thing I took was against the Lope. It was the first time I played him. It was four now and the boy took my dude in the last minute, so oh. I saw all the gas missed. <laughs> and that's another in against Clark I missed. So that was the end of it. Hundred percent percent record. <laughs> and just to be fair, I didn't look it up, I just thought, well, you're a striker, you're about eighteen nah, a few pens, but zero. Uh, zero I had the metal. So 
when they came to the cup final, if they went to the penalty shoot, would you put your name for it or would you be what hiding? No, but Huntley took the three cup finals that went to penalties. We played Keith and Arthur. No. Huntley scored a 15 out of 15. Wow. I never took them, no. <laughs> John Garner, John Garner, the goalie, mm-hmm. took one in the mm-hmm. qualifier. He scored a winning penalty. Aye. But John, I used to think John took penalties for us mm-hmm. one season from Lugs had left for Carly. John was starting. Oh, and um, a lot of people didn't like that game, but John was absolutely fantastic. He was McAlpine, didn't he? Aye. Well, John was understudy to McAlpine. Uh, <laughs> and John sat on the bench for Dundee United mm-hmm. when he played the semi final European Cup game. Uh, but John took pens for Huntley and he, he could have played out, John. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have had the fitness to play out, but Greg was feet again. That was a rule that, mm-hmm. that was a rule that was good for John again because you couldn't pick it up with the back of us. He's a good route, eh? Aye, very good. They say Andy Gordon was one of the best ever. Yeah. Came kicking the back. And he was good as well. Some of them are just hopeless and it's uh, good. Again, they had to move on because uh, they were going to do it. Did uh, John Garner play at training? Was he an outfield player in training or did he go and go? Aye, he would. He a lot of times that was not really goalie. Kind of was like uh, five yeah. sides with no goalie type thing. No, John, I uh, play. <laughs> they say a lot of goalies want to do that. Who was the biggest character in your team in our years? Do you think? In terms of, there's plenty of them. Uh, Al Bry, mm-hmm. Logs is just a character. I mean, Omdi Kenzo, likes to show the party, but mm-hmm. even on the pitch, I mean. So confident, I mean, I've been beside him and somebody's given him a uh, earache and he's mm. just got the answer for everything. Oh, why? Again, he's so confident in his own ability and he aye. could back it up again. Mm-hmm. Brian was, John Garner was a character. Mm-hmm. John's in, like if I was somebody, if you're about the jokes, John was in the middle of it, Ken. Uh, he was okay. getting it or handing it out, but mm-hmm. Abdi could handle it, Ken. I was, that's a, I we had a great dressing room for mm-hmm. that, Ken. I was near cliques, Abdi was all in and Abdi got it. Wrapped apart and took part in our hangout. That's just how it should be. Mm-hmm. Same in the bus trips, same. Everybody has a drama, everybody's at the back of the bus and a lot. That's how you get the game for Oh, aye, absolutely. Again, you don't really care nobody mm-hmm. until they start drinking and start getting a lot of folk are quiet and that. Mm-hmm. But if you get them, a few drams, you find out about them and the real makes person. a difference. Yeah. If I was a good singer in the bus in the way, yeah. Arthur Murphy. Aye. Every time. Roxanne by the police, that was the sound. <laughs> and it also involved a strip tease and I would often do it naked again. And this is a guy who's so quiet off uh, centre half. Uh-huh. Absolutely diamond that boy. But he loved Roxanne, that was the only thing. But again, but folks say to me, I was asked if it, if it was if it was on a, on a bus again. I says, Well every time Bus him it was the drifters. Mm. Willie Larson oh, sat at the front. Willie was assistant manager through all this time. Uh-huh. Absolute diamond, a boy. So important to Huntley. Mm-hmm. Can folk forget? Like he's assistant manager, and well, only Ken's Pele. Pele's uh, timekeeping, atrocious, and organisation mm-hmm. atrocious. Willie sorted our hang out on yeah. problems. He allowed me Willie, and he sorted out. He was a glue. But well, uh, he was a glue. Yeah. For, he was the assistant to Arbery for was winning, but mm-hmm. Willie was in charge of the. So it's probably a tape back here, and it was the drifters again. I get again of the great songs, and I great for a sing along and all the rest of it. Again. So if it was Martin Stewart singing away, him? Oh no, no, did he singing? I wasn't much singing. I thought I just took it upon himself to be singing. <laughs> he would. Um, no, it wasn't the front of the bus singing. It was just when I was nothing on. I thought I'd just get going. Good job. There's no mobile phones and the go with video cameras. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's just Carl's I think, and nobody. 
Nobody minds anything at this going on, really. You said earlier on, uh, Phil Bonnyman was a manager at the Dmeers for you. Oh, who was a player at the Dmeers for you? Gary White, the footer, sure, yeah, yeah. So how was he a big influence on you? Well, we played up front. Uh, Brian was only there uh, until he went to Cali in 90, probably. Well, he won two titles. He went to Pele to Cali. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was only really two years there. But even from White, it was me and it, it turned out if I rewind here when I was playing the right midfield the time it, it changed Eddie Copeland played up front but ok and I, I mind it fine January 3rd mm-hmm. 1993 <coughs> Eddie broke his leg against Lossie oh, ok so I just that day I moved from right midfield to up front mm-hmm. I scored 17 goals in the last 16 games and that wow. was it that was a turning point for my career Nate I mean, that was the third time Eddie broke his leg, so it was sad for Eddie, but mm-hmm. it was good. It was me moved up front with uh-huh. And it turned out we played a 4-4-2, which meant that one of us had to be in midfield. Now, White had zero pace, so it was never going to be him. Mm-hmm. Pelly had seen me in midfield, said, but Lugs did it, he would play. Mm-hmm. It was like two, one behind, Ken. But he did get barking on it, but mm-hmm. it suited Brian, because he was coming on it. Ken, if it got up to Gary White, you'd lay it off. Logs is coming on and hitting it for 25 yards. Aye. But White, we had a great understanding. Ken, just a wee shout, and if the bar's coming up, he'd kind of wee shout, flick left or right. He can mm-hmm. fly with and He was, I without a doubt, he was the most important player for mm-hmm. my. When I was a striker, like me. If it like a lad, was you have a part for you? White, a top man. Mm-hmm. Just a, he just loved drinking vodka. He was on the bus bottle of vodka and a water game everybody else is with the tens of ten bottle of vodka then a coke and that's right. it so you two had a magic partnership up front ah, well, he was here for well for a long time mm-hmm. he was certainly there for five years and after that and, uh, so yeah. you said your two wingers you had Marco Dvaros Marco Dvaros on the left Stevie Gray on the right you had some ammunition oh, for that too I mean, eh? I mean Stevie Gray was at Aberdeen he was at Airdrie and again it was another in Pelly just he turned up at our training one night. Fari, and I can how they got in touch on it. But he's a bit of a maverick, Steph, can mm-hmm. I? I mean, Huntley gave him a signing on fee and he disappeared again. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was it, but <laughs> he returned and he. It's no exaggeration to mm-hmm. say he could have played fit, but he just skilled to play for it on everybody. Okay. But he just didn't have half a field, he didn't have the desire and he. But he had the ability like you wouldn't mm-hmm. believe. By far the most skillful player I've ever seen play high in league football. Does someone like that frustrate you know? To see nah, somebody with so much talent. Nah, it's up to him. I mean Aye, that's true. Can you'll get boys and they got the talent that works hard and Aye. gets the same as he got. Mm-hmm. And you got Marco on the other side, only Ken's Marco, he's like he's an acquired taste, Marco. I got on great with him, but mm-hmm. everything was a problem. Mm-hmm. I think it had to be perfect. The weather conditions had to be perfect for him. Uh, okay. But he had zero pace, but he could just take it past a player with scale mm-hmm. and that. So again, that's why we, we, we were creating so many chances. You couldn't help but score. Only uh, could have scored them. Happy days, eh? No, oh, it's great days. So looking back over your Huntley days, probably a daft question. Is there anything you would have liked to have done different? Oh, no, no. Can't change anything. I mean, it, you make decisions at the time that you think's right. Mm-hmm. Again, so there's nothing I would have changed. I just wish I hadn't gotten injured. Again, I got injured mm-hmm. in that. But unfortunately, that's who your hands are. That's my hands, Ken. 
For the your pre-match training, you said you had two boys. Aye, that's a home game. <laughs> did you have you collect a pre-match routine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You turned up, did your thing. Just got changed and got out. That was it. And there was no warming down after the game, no? Oh, no, no. Straight no. in the showers? That's no, that was never even a thing back here. It's never okay. even heard of, probably. Mm. So, watching football nowadays, fit for a stretch of watching football nowadays. Just only level. The referee, if I'm being honest. Uh, okay, do you, do you think VAR helped that at all? Well, it certainly helped it. It's, and again, I just, again, VAR, I mean, if it's fit of VAR to help me, is. There's so much rules in Fitbit and every can skin. Mm-hmm. You see something like he thinks offside, but it's not offside because he didn't deliberately pass it. Like that Liverpool Real Madrid oh, final. Okay? Mm-hmm. How's that near a goal? That was a strange game. But it just shows you. Uh, that can, I mean, the higher level players are diving and everything. But I dare say it happens in the Highland League, you know. Well, as I often say, I'm probably biased because I love a Highland League. I think it's the last bastion of two honest fit in yeah, the Highland League. I really do. The officials are terrible, aren't they? I've seen I don't go into officials. I don't go there. The games I've seen at Huntley, you just think, fit is he seeing? Mm. Yeah. Well, well. Somebody has to do it. Mm-hmm. Have you any involvement in fit my town? No, no, no. Do you see a young lad to you, a fit my player? No, he's showing no interest in that. I'll just let him. Oh, OK. Well, he's, he's no... He's more interested in animals and dinosaurs and zoos and all that. So like my grandson. Well, so there's only four. Exactly the same age as my so, youngest grandson. But he's not showing. Sure. I would never say, right, let's go. We're going to play a fit. Right. If he wins to play, he'll, he'll play. He'll do anything. I, I would hate to be trying to push him towards something. He's not, and that just wouldn't happen again. Mm-hmm. So as a young lad, you would never push him to fit. But he just something. It just happened to him. Mm-hmm. He didn't get any different, as I say. Mm-hmm. It's just fit he did, can just get in and play to your fit back. No, right, I'm going to go shortly to picking your best 11. But before we do that, I want you to quickly run through the managers you had at Huntley and just tell them the differences in them. Okay. Starting with... Well, first, managers, Pele. Mm-hmm. Um, Diamond, our bloke. He would get... He just, as a boy you went to play for, Ken. He kept all things simple, as I said. Mm-hmm. He got players in that he wanted, and that was... Can he sign a player? Mm-hmm. If he wanted a right back, he signed somebody to come straight in. Oh, it's yeah. not signing somebody for mm-hmm. sitting on the bench. It was if somebody was signed. They were, the they were there to play. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a lot. Abdi's got an opinion on him again, mm-hmm. but I feel that. But anybody that's ever met him, you you can uh, meet a nicer guy. Mm-hmm. Brilliant for me. So encouraging for me. Learned me so much. And um, I just want to hear, hear nothing by the way. Good. His training was simple, it was enjoyable, a lot of fitback, a lot mm-hmm. of shooting, crossing. And he, well, he treated it like men, just mm-hmm. again. Doogie to go out, Doogie Rugby. As I said earlier, a bit of shy Doogie, and I think he was comfortable doing it, but he had great knowledge of fitback, he had great respect for the players. Really nice, down to earth mm-hmm. guy, again. And um, but still played himself. I don't think that helped the situation for him. Uh, it must be difficult. Play him, I, mm. and, and I don't think he would. I don't think he wanted to gear up again. Aye. Mm. Had Dougie been manager before he came to Huntley? Ah, well, I think he was assistant. He was joint manager at Montrose. Aye, okay. Cleland. That's funny. And they got sacked. That's why he ended up 
Mm-hmm. Somebody heard that he was wanting to sell play, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had anything bad again. But I just didn't think he was as comfortable being certainly the speaking side or no, okay. <clears throat> so Doogie went and Phil Bonnyman to now, and as I say, it was just a different level on him. I've seen, but tactically and the training and training so enjoyable, so different every night. Again, probably Phil had a full time mentality and part time mm. fit, but again, you couldn't really understand why. And boys, I need to go here and get uh, ten o'clock. Uh, he doesn't have to hit at six the following morning. But I mean, I—he was twice the manager. He came back and did it twice, and I think I had more than a goal in a game when he was a manager the two mm-hmm. seasons because he was the after I scored a thirty-four goals in the twenty-four games, mm-hmm. and then a year after it, I think I can't remember. It's like thirty goals in thirty-five games. But that made a huge difference, and I just can. If I'd learned stuff like that earlier, I'd been only better. Like, but it, it was so simple, but it's so just never right. been pointed out to me before. Yeah. I often say in golf lessons, I tell folk little wee things, and yeah. it makes huge differences. Right. I never thought of that. It's mm-hmm. so simple, same as your fitness. Mm-hmm. You just need somebody to tell you something, and you, you've got it in your head. Absolutely. So then he left after we won the five, and we were John Garner to now for one year. And John's a great guy. He was a really good manager and he got a real raw deal. We lost the league by four points to Peter Heed. But that's a year I had a back operation. I played very little. Mm-hmm. And I feel... And John should have been sacked for losing for four points, but... I can fast to say, if I hadn't... I mean, I could have helped him get that four uh, points absolutely. back. But when I came back, I was miles off of base. Can mm-hmm. I, can, I mean, I played at a game that I played, but no, 10, 12 games or something, but... But, I mean, George had never been sacked for it. It was just crazy. But again, Phil Bonnyman's back available, so he was team back on. We won two cups a year after, and then. But again, he went away again. So after him, Kevin Will took over with Willie Larson. Kevin Will, he was manager of Bucky and he was manager of Low Prisoner. Brilliant training, really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a really good manager, him and his brother Doug. Mm-hmm. Did a lot of it. We came second one year to Cove, a few points short. And then, I got, when they got sacked, I mean, that was a sad day for Huntley and Willie Larson's getting sacked. Mm-hmm. And Willie was there for the early 80s as a player. Oh, right, okay. Again, it should never have come a year being sacked, and he should have been allowed to say, leave. Like, oh, it's an impressed or sack. And I, it was there, it was there. It should never have been done to a guy like that who gave us. It's a black mark in the colonnade. Definitely, I was. Mm-hmm. I wasn't happy with that like And then Frezzy Kellis got the job, but it didn't work for Frezzy. Frezzy, well, Frezzy lost his, lost his license, I think. Mm-hmm. That didn't help coming for Lossy, he couldn't. Oh, right, okay. But I mean, it's just like, they've been at high and they're coming to what you do and oh, getting right. mm-hmm. money's near there and they kind of get the same players and mm-hmm. it just evens itself out. And then Frezzy lost the gig and then, well, that comes on to time I won a six title Billy Anderson to go uh huh now I can't for Billy Anderson was but I had never really spoke to him he came up to the last game of the season him and Mike Cormack was be his assistant they got Abdi went to speak to other players took us all in and he says to me I'm only taking this job if I've got your backing now I didn't need my backing for it but he felt that somebody's been there as long he needed me on side to because I suppose if you get somebody that's 
nae wee you can, you can uh, drag it off and go, uh, I suppose mm-hmm. this, I suppose mm-hmm. But I was so impressed with him for the minute I met him. Mm-hmm. But if it happened is two players for went to side, the rest mm-hmm. were out of contract and down oh. So he's well. left with their players. But moves on to the first day of pre-season a year after. 50 boys at pre-season. 50? 50. For zero, for two to 50. 50 boys. And they are signed, but here for the first aye. day. Wow. He can't... Abdi had took a contract in Scotland. I don't know how he can. <laughs> he had Abdi there, and uh-huh. we're speaking about boys for being around, being at juniors, being at high league clubs, back to juniors. Mike Cormack had come for, for Martin, who were a good junior side. Uh-huh. So, and a lot of the boys that was there had been at Huntley as young loons, but okay. didn't quite make it and move there. So the long and short, they got a squad together. The year after, the same players were there, but he'd signed Scott Anderson, Levi Stephen and Richie Taylor. And um, we won the league. Wow. But every player mm-hmm. was playing for nothing. There was no sign of there was nothing. Every player was signed for nothing bar Richie Taylor. Okay. He's bought for £2,000 and Billy Walker, one of the directors, paid for out of his own pocket. Because wow. Huntley had zero. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, Billy saying, okay, we're winning games and I'm thinking, He's got money to buy for us, can can buy for a win bonus, can. Uh, mm-hmm. But it just something it happened. It was boys, as I said, boys being around, like Richard Bowman and myself, mm-hmm. Marco DeVaris was back, David McGinley, if I'd been at Huntley previous, mm-hmm. and all this guys for the juniors that had been high league, Jerry O'Driscoll, Simon Scott, Mark Gray, Neil Reid, again, and it just gelled. And some young Huntley boys, Russell Gill, if I was a Huntley boy like mm-hmm. me, was a captain. He was on a different level mm-hmm. as a footballer. Gary McGowan, Gordon Farmer. It just, it, I just yelled together mm. and unbelievably we won the league. So how did that 16 compare to the first five? Well, nothing will compare to the first team. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say the 15 was important because it was the 15. Uh, mm-hmm. But the 16, I found it. It was it was definitely up there, although I have to say I wasn't there. I certainly wasn't starting every week. I was at the end mm-hmm. of my time, Ken. Aye. But I, I was some games for Billy thought I would start the game, Ken. Aye, okay. Maybe depending on how they were playing. Mm-hmm. And I would certainly come on most of the times. But um, it was a super, it was a great achievement. And again, when you see boys winning their first medal, most of them are winning Aye. their first medal. Mm-hmm. And it's just magic. For Billy Anderson, that's a boy that's been around the high league the time he was around. Again, mm-hmm. He was a assistant manager or somebody. He never won, he never got a recognition. He was a fantastic manager, man mm-hmm. manager. He was a, I bet he liked from reason to five in a row, it was like them against us. Again, again, mm-hmm. nobody went, that was in a five in a row. Mm-hmm. Again, nobody, Abdi says you bought the league. You play route one fit back. Again, Abdi was witness to lose. Mm-hmm. So it was like us against him. And Aye. Billy created that and again, that nobody wins us one nobody likes uh, him nobody mm-hmm. wins Huntley to win and, and it worked but Mike Cormack and I that came to Ken Mike they were as good as assist, uh, uh, co-managers mm-hmm. Mike was assistant but he wasn't really they uh, were as as important but that's so important a good manager and assistant manager because oh, they're be different qualities aye, just some exactly. players will speak to the assistant for they want to speak to the manager well Mike still thought he was one of the boys he would, uh, mm-hmm. he would be involved in all the carry on with all the players and all now here's a question for you. How much guys do you can a Highland League it's won six Highland League titles? Well, so Craig Yates, obviously he won five at Huntley and he 
won the six in a row because he went to Peter Heed. Mm-hmm. There's certainly boys at the Carly, the Carly boys at least six. Again, back in the seventies, eighties. Mm, like Bill Irwin, kind of uh, mm-hmm. uh, Be a small band of folk, I would think. Yeah. Aye, but I, I, I generally don't care. Kind of uh, uh, there is it. There is Arthur Murphy who got cool for me. Oh, maybe somebody got seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, that might maybe for mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah, but since he has got the most now. I I think some maybe years ago somebody would hit me on sex. I'll hit delve into the archives see if I come up with. You've got a full set of medals for the Highland League. No, Aberdeenshire Shield, but as I say, we threw that. We never. Mm-hmm. It was never a prioritised game. Still an official cup though. Aye, so I don't hear it. Mm-hmm, so you've done well. <laughs> you done it, Ian. Right, let's go to the bit that Arby seems to love. Picking your base a little bit. So basically, is you tell me why you fit in, just say your goalie is Joe Bloggs. Quick description, why is Joe Bloggs your goalie? Okay, right. now bear in mind, Fendi, it's matter. There'll be so much work going. Why didn't they put me on your side? I've, I've, I've listened to it before, right? And mm-hmm. I've done Ian a Huntley team, and I've done Ian with a team with Huntley players, because I, I found out quite honestly, I just did that I knew, but I've done a Huntley in before. So okay. I'll blast through the Huntley in as quick as I can. Okay. And the goalkeeper will be John Gardner. Okay. As I've said before, John, pretty unique character, John, but big games, big player, John was. Mm-hmm. Bigger game, better he played. Cracking guy, great in the dressing room, but all the jokes, in the middle of the joking and everything. Um, so John would be the the goalie. Okay. We'll play 4 4 2 because that's the way we played at Huntley. Okay. Right full back will be Kevin Walker. Kevin's only here a couple of years, he only stayed for the first. Title one. Okay. He was um he also was a play for Peter Heath and they won the league, but Kevin fantastic just a, a great a well to win and he played right full back and his crossing was just on the money. Looked as good as a winger up and doing. Left back, that's one for the mere modern time that I played for the two thousand and four, Simon Scott. Simon was a Consistent player, up and doing, nothing fancy, mm-hmm. won the bar, just solid, consistent player. And um, again, he was at Huntley earlier, he, he was a midfielder, so he got moved back into full back and okay. he did a great job. A centre half picks himself, Dougie Rufy, I would go as far to say, best signing Huntley ever made at 36 year old when he arrived. Okay. Great in both boxes, just a absolutely fantastic player. And great, so dangerous in corners for him. You're on about luggies in his delivery, I mean, he mm-hmm. can put us things in like exercising missiles, and Doogie just got his head in a minute, wasn't it? Aye. Sweeper, Davy Moreland. Hard as nails. But not just that, folk, folk think he's just a hard man, but absolutely fantastic football player. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, the greatest defender I've ever seen in the Hind League by some distance. That's a say. fair accolade for him, eh? I played against him at Cove and I played with him at Huntley. Mm-hmm. And um, absolutely fantastic. Just far, far more than a hard man, if I say. But I'm saying you've got Doogie, if you get by Doogie and you get by Moreland, you deserve to score. Fair enough. So we'll go into the midfield. Right, right midfield, Steve Gray, spoke about me earlier. Mm-hmm. Absolute quality player. Just, it was only for a couple of years, Ken. But 
just far too good to be playing the high league, if I'm honest. I thought you put Martin Stewart in his right midfield. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Definitely not. And left midfield, Marco De Boris again. I spoke okay. about him a minute earlier. Quality player. And, and loved a goal in our Marco. Centre midfield, as I said, Stevie Lennox, best player ever played with. Kept it simple. Witted the bar at the time. Passed it on to others. And just... He was a glue for Huntley, I would have said. He was a main man. Okay. And I would put Russell Gill down here, centre midfield, and I, or attacking midfielder. It's no exaggerate. Well, if I would say about Russell, is he was good enough to play for Huntley in the five and other team, I would say without a doubt. Okay, good. He's a, a quiet Huntley boy, but the year we won the league, why he wasn't the player, high league player of the year, I'll never know. Oh, okay. Because he was streets ahead of one thing i seen that year. Okay. And up front, well, it's quite simple. Brian Thompson and Gary White. Lugs in his primes, as good a striker as I've ever seen. Best striker I've ever seen in any standard of fitma. So confident, big game player, cup finals, Scottish Cup games, Lugs would score. And he would tell you about it. For the next one here. Forever. <laughs> but love him, I love his. Mm-hmm. He's so confident and so. He's just a good boy to be around. And Gary White, as I said, the most important player and for me. I'm saying we play together for he probably set up certainly a hundred of my goals, I would say. Okay. So that would that would be the thing. I'd pick a few subs. I'd set, certainly mention Eddie Copeland. Eddie okay. was there for twenty some in a year. Incredible guy, three broken legs. A dislocated elbow, which is the worst injury I've ever seen in my life up at Ross County. Okay. If an I would do, he was lying in the ground, somebody go and get my fags, that's what he said. <laughs> so somebody hit the ground, he's waiting for an ambulance and he's smoking in a bitch. <laughs> but incredible guy, played in so much positions, would just play mm. anyway, 100%. He'd be raging, I never picked him, I cannot. <laughs> you can't pick up. And then Arthur Murphy would pick as a, one of the defenders again Arthur was there for years left to go to Cove after the fire I'm sure he got one if not two so he's got a few medals in that great okay. guy so reliable Craig Yates would be another silver get again when Brian left to go to Cali he moved up to be the third player in a in a Remian fighter up front okay. thing. and um, obviously he got six in a row when he went to Peter Heed and one of that player I'd pick and some I picked Tommy Wilson for later years. Tommy went to obviously Phil Kenham for locals, but he was at Huntley and I've never seen Omni play five aside fit or like it. You couldn't get a bar for him. Okay. And folk think he just kicked folk and mm-hmm. but um I never he, he's so much skill and he would be the last sub and that would be my Huntley team. Okay. And for a bit of manager for your Huntley team, who the ones you've had? Well it's not as easy as you think. Folk would think I just picked Pella here, so mm. But I've got to say that I would hate to hate cold man's Pele and Phil Bonnyman are okay. as important to my career as each other, I would say. Okay, and Phil Bonnyman. Now, for some reason, Phil Bonnyman, I think there's a Liverpool connection with him. Is that right? No, or am I, no, I just... Or am I havering? No, that's... Um, no, that's a, I can't have boy's name. I mean, Phil Bonnyman or something. But no, no, it's definitely he's a Rangers. He played for Rangers and it was like the lower levels and put veils somewhere for the comfy. Okay. So that would be my, my Huntley team. Right, you said you had another team you picked. Right, I'll go with... I enjoyed DNS, just try to think back. Is this like a Highland League for, select? Ah, it would be for okay. my time, obviously. Right, I'll just put doing team two. <laughs> the goalie would be Craig Hinchcliffe. He was a goalkeeper at Elgin. 
and mm-hmm. he played in a high league select with me when we went to we played at St Albans and we beat England 4-3 in a, in a great weekend so I play three to back and I would say this is like a leaving ourselves a bit of shot here but it's all all like attack I went for <laughs> the defenders I'll go for Ian MacArthur at Elgin Willie Furphy for Elgin and Davy White for Cove it was insane Willie Wood Willie Furphy Willie Furphy was a boy he comfy doing suit he's obviously Glaswegian or something he's mm-hmm. played sweeper for Elgin absolute quality player but I think he went on to Ross County after that okay. and what was the third Willie Perfect then who? Davy White Davey White Cove Rangers okay. played full back but we'll put him into three I'm sure David managed he was up and doing the line all day okay. Ian MacArthur again superb player for Elgin went to he's one of the first players Pele signed for Cali so we'll go five in the midfield we'll go on the right Michael Teasdale Again, another Elgin player who went to Cali. He was just a machine up and doing right wing. How to play right midfield would be how Michael plays it and how I played it. Okay. We'll go for a centre midfield, maybe sitting a bit far back. Darren still at Keith. It was a wee bit later, but still he was like a main man for Keith. Mm-hmm. Up and doing, covered every blade of grass. Good player for a long time. Yes. The two in the, the two like midfielders in front of him, I go for Charlie Christie. Carly, I would say Charlie was the best player I have seen in the Highland League. Only in it for a f- short time, but mm-hmm. I'd say him. Gary Farker at Brora, when he was at Brora early on, was a young boy before he went to St Johnson. That he was at a different level. What a player he was. Left midfield, I'll go for Michael Stephen at Fraserburgh. Sent you earlier, I would put him into top three players I've seen in the Highland League, I'd say. Okay. I thought he was a fantastic player, no fear, didn't care about any reputations. This is what it looked like for the other side. Mm-hmm. Didn't care he was playing for Huntley, he could have been playing for his pub team for that. He looked, he looked. I'm not caring, I'll just leave it win. Just when doing the He football. just looked up to mm-hmm. some quality. Up front, Ian Stewart Lossy, best finisher I've ever seen in the Highland League. Obviously, went to Carly and all. Um, one on ones you just thought that's a goal mm-hmm. it normally was another in up front Michael Beatty at Cove again a player nobody really speaks about for him still scored 300 plus goals at, for Cove and for a few subs we'll dig in a few we'll go for Billy Ferris for Ross County right winger exciting to watch played for Billy at Elgin before that we'll go for my one defender on the bench with Derek Mill of the Brock. Derek a minus at select a Spoko. We went down to England and Pele's last game, so nineteen ninety five, Derek must have just been he played centre half with Doogie Ruvi. Derek mm-hmm. must have known about seventeen or eighteen. Now that must have been daunting for a young lad. Oh, Especially playing as alongside Ruby, but he's telling that he that he was a great help to him and he did mm. brilliant in that game and obviously he played more right back uh, mm-hmm. not, but I always thought he was so consistent and all that so the other, other three subs Martin Lyle at Cali he's a player I played against for a, a graveyard shift at right mm-hmm. midfield he was left midfield for Cali and he was as hard as nails uh-huh. Barry Wilson at Ross County Barry's a winger obviously he did well he did a great career for himself at a higher level 
and out of that inner so dug back to the cove. Okay. Doogie was a always in the middle. Cove had a good side, Ken. He was in the middle, I think, for them, and that would be the team I would pick. You'd pick 12 here teams? Aye, like if I would win. Oh, I'm just going <laughs> to say, get all those guys in our prime on the park, I'd be some game to watch. Yeah, you need a good referee for that, you know? <laughs> I'd just hate to watch him, mate. Never made it into one of them. So, what I say, you never put your team in the nah, that, no? I wouldn't get a game like that. Never that lot. Fuck, I'm sure you'd have squeezed in somewhere. <laughs> now, in all this success you were getting, how much teams tend to tempt you to other teams? Well, a few. Well, barely. Barely tried to get him a, about a day after he left for Cali, and then uh, numerous times after that. I've hit, I had trials at Dundee United, I had trials at Everdeen. I went away to Holland with Motherwell for a week, which was mm-hmm. so enjoyable under Art McLeish. And Dundee had a check written for I mean, I wouldn't have went, but mm-hmm. they had a check written for a game at Rothes. Oh. Deal was done, they were witting somebody in quick for. Somebody must have been injured near the season. I went out of my uncle's ambulance job to Dr. Grace. Up <laughs> saying that he, was you involved in that? Sorry, then, was you involved in that deal with them? No, did nothing. you care about it? My idea, my, for, I think, knew is they were witting somebody in uh-huh. quick. They were witting to make sure they could agree something with Huntley before they asked me. Oh, right, okay. But I had no interest at that. I mean, I had a chance to sign for Chelsea and I said no. Mm-hmm. And folk knew, I think, off your head. Mm-hmm. But, at the time, I thought it was right, a nay, a nay desire to play high uh, okay. uh, to full-time fit, but, mm-hmm. which is stupid, Ken. I'm getting up at half past five to go and be a giner every day, Ken. Uh, but that's what I thought at the time. And I genuinely didn't think I was good at, uh, as good mm-hmm. good enough to do it. So, Do you regret that decision at all? I zero regrets. No okay, regret. it, was never a, regrets. it was the right decision. Of course. Mm-hmm. But I, I never went to If anything, I would have maybe went to Aberdeen because I could have been in Huntley and just travelled that before. Right. So you're a hair looning? Oh, definitely. I, was, yeah. I, I wouldn't have. I could have done anything else. If I was involved with. If I was a manager at Aberdeen, you Wally Miller was a manager. How I've never seen him a hell week. Do you know? I've seen him when I arrived. He was in zero training, did nothing to train. I seen mm-hmm. him the day he took me into his office and said, uh, we'll keep an eye. Roy Aitken was in charge of him. He was absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. He was training and he was so nice to me. Mm-hmm. The players, were, they had good players in and mm-hmm. But no, I, I mean, for somebody being a manager, he, I never he took nothing to do with anything, which I found incredible. The difference here, I was here, McLeish was at Aberdeen at that time. Mm-hmm. Well, then McLeish took me a few months later. He mm-hmm. took a motherboard job, player manager, and he, ah, okay. he took me over here in pre season a year after. He's brilliant. Him and Andy Watson ah, okay. really enjoyed it here. Good guys. I mean, I scored three goals in four games. So, uh-huh. But <laughs> if he says to me, yeah, what, and, uh, whether I said, uh, I can't believe it's true, he says, <clears throat> we'd love to sign you, but we can't afford the 50,000 Huntley I've written for you. But I can't believe that that would be true, but he maybe just said that. Well, you just never know. So, Taki never made inquiries at Huntley for 50 grand was true. No, I, I barely, barely stopped me. Heaps of teams and I said, but you stopped asking me because I just said, nay, I wasn't interested. So, you were just happy playing for Huntley? No, I was, mm-hmm. I was, I was nay, nay worried one bit. I mean, let's get to, to be honest, I was getting decent money for Huntley. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was working as a joiner. Mm-hmm. And forever, 
we were rewarded for winning things. And mm-hmm. There's no point in trying to say otherwise. Again, we got good signing on fees, good money in that. Again, but then that's back to Forbes. Big games bring in big money. And uh, big money was put onto the players and the uh, facilities. Again, mm-hmm. it wasn't kept. It was mm-hmm. here's money, get some new players. But the players that were doing the business were looked after, and that's what happened at Huntley. Again. Aye, and it creates a happy atmosphere. And as you say, folk didn't want to believe in you. Oh, no, no. 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 Folk want to sign. No, no, no. So have you any regrets about nay trying on that trials and stuff? But about the, the motherwell thing. You would have for a week with McLean. Well, it was, a, it was a week in Holland. It was a pre-season mm-hmm. tour, like, in Amsterdam, and I enjoyed it, like, but... No, I have zero regrets about it. If you offer... I mean, it's just a bit like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not about to go to Motherwell. I mean, it's just go, it'll be good. It's pre-season, Ken. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll learn something, Ken. You come back and mm-hmm. the first game will be on a Saturday when I come back. But no, no, it was a good experience. I mean, okay. Paul Lambert played for Motherwell at that time. Mm-hmm. He was brand new. He was like Eddie was with me when I went to Hunter. Uh, good. Uh, honestly, mm-hmm. he took me on a boot and he was, Ken, mm-hmm. somebody has to do, Ken. Oh, absolutely. And that's before, obviously, he was been on bigger and better things but he was a sound guy so here's a million dollar question and if Dundee United came calling no I, I, I played a trial match after I played for Elgin at youth team mm-hmm. it was a trial match for the youth for the Dundee United youth I went to Dunia and it was a midweek game <laughs> game's going on the defender broke out now bear in mind I was playing for Huntley Amateurs mm-hmm. I just let him go but your man Jim McLean stop the game Came out to me, he just went absolutely mental. Aye, aye, he was aye. pointing the finger and getting about doing that. I was like, <laughs> it's ridiculous to say I was play the game and thanks, but no thanks. But I mean, that was that's a learning curve, and I never aye. Mm-hmm. track back when you're playing hunting amateurs again. And it was something things you learn over the years. Aye, you learn a lot over the years. Right, we're going to finish off a few quick you know, quick fair questions. Although the first thing. Might be a wee bit of a difficult question for you. It's a highlight of your career, been. Oh, the highlight of the career is definitely winning the Highland League for the first time. That day, okay. I mean, another thing I can say, I was a top scorer in the, high, in the Scottish Cup in 1994 mm-hmm. 95. Mm-hmm. I took the Abdi, you can back from uh, only the four teams up here got in the four mm-hmm. non league teams, too. Can I score five goals? I mean, it's nay. It's not as impressive as it sounds if you no. bracket doing. I scored three against Burnt Island, mm. I scored one against Keith, and I scored one against Dundee United. Okay. But it was enough, five goals was enough to be top scorer. So, I mean, I've got a pla- I've got a thousand pounds for it now. I checked for a thousand pounds. There's a black up after now with the rest of them. It is up now after, <laughs> I did see it now. Was a thousand pounds? Yeah, that's going. That's going. But who did that five goals, your favourite goal against Dundee United? Oh, yeah, yeah. But the highlight of career is definitely winning up first day. I can. I can just mine it as clear as a day. Good. Where's your favourite holiday destination? Well, we like a cruise, so okay. it's normally... Okay. So... Somewhere ahead. Well, just on a cruise. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. Just like... I've been in maybe 10, 12 and I came for it. Good. Favourite food? Food? I do like a bag of crisps, but if I crust, <laughs> it's food. Well, yeah. you're eating it, so it's food. steak, a decent steak, but Chris was my, it's not good for me, I did go through a few bags and I sat and like. Okay. <laughs> Have you a favourite music band? Aye, Stone Roses. Oh, okay. 
Well, we've covered hobbies, golf and cricket. Golf. Well, nick cricket now. I mean, I, 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 it just really is golf news. I say once a week, just mm-hmm. Saturday morning, and that's it. When last did you win the Viva? That's not that long ago, a few <laughs> weeks ago. You're right, I, think, certainly yeah. didn't, I certainly didn't win it yesterday, that's for sure. <laughs> so you take great like clicking your fiver. <laughs> right, in all your career and other games you've played, is there one game you would like to replay for any particular reason? I'd like to hear an go at Dundee United game because I genuinely didn't think they were that much better than us. And I say a couple of their goals were poor for us. I'm not saying we could have beat them, but. They were, they, it surprised me that they were not much better than us if you can I, mean, I don't think uh, I, I mean we were a good high league side but we shouldn't uh, I shouldn't be thinking that they were not much better than us if you can I mean. did they underestimate you maybe? No, I don't care but they're Scottish Cup holders they must have been a good side but I just felt on that day they weren't much better than us so I'd like to hear an argo on it okay. and certainly the Ross County qualifying cup final that we lost because I was absolutely distraught after that just couldn't believe it. We had it won and nothing, but that's fit by you kind of win it, man. Fit about Airdrie. I know Airdrie less because I was just a young Lunier and only just uh, came on for a few minutes. But certainly the Ross County, I'd scored the, we'd scored the goal, well I'd scored it, and I just we should have won that game. But hey, <laughs> such is life, eh? All right, we're almost done. Have we placed it here? What other team would you have liked to play for? And only, only standard defender. If you had gone to one team and played, I know you had trials, you didn't want to move. But I wouldn't have. I would say Liverpool because that's my team. Can I? Oh, okay. That's a team. I... And play alongside Kenny. Eh. Ah, he'd been guy off when I was ready to play. You ever meet him? Eh, no, no. No. Nah. I could have played aside Stevie Gerrard. Okay. Right, last question. What advice would you give to any young player just starting out in the game now? Well, I'd say just like I said earlier, if you're not getting a game, if you're signed, certainly we'll, we'll speak about high league club. If you're signed by a high league club and you're not getting a game, get yourself playing on a Saturday with a junior team or amateurs. Obviously, hard work. The harder you work, the more chance you've got. But I'd say, then I'd be happy to sit on a bench and just watch a game get playing play well teams will soon pick you up if you're if you're playing well and listen to good advice from manager I bet some managers speak a lot of rubbish about that <laughs> sake, yeah. the overall you've never regret for your career you look back with great fond memories I know I had a I had a fantastic career for for my ability I would say I said far better players than me and I won nothing like for I managed to win but again I was in the right place at the right time again as I before Russell Geld is a Huntley boy like me if he'd been born 10 years earlier he would have got an hang at I've won just right place at the right time for Huntley become I mean for long as I say 64 years before they won the first time again there's a lot of boys played in that era maybe could have won again that's 64 years could have won things Team, well, Mark, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much for coming down for Huntley. And this will be on the airwaves, and I'm sure a lot of good listeners bring back some memories. Right, again, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Willie. I thought I enjoyed it. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks.
Hi everybody, once again thanks for listening to my podcasts, I hope you enjoy them as much as I do recording them. If there's any features you'd like to see added into my podcasts or any guests you'd like to hear on my podcast, get in touch. My name is Wally McKenzie, my phone number is 07904-756-332. I look forward to hearing any comments from you and keep listening because there's more superb guests on the way. Thank you.